0: The Incomparable,
1: number 530, September 2020.
2: Hey everybody, and welcome back once again to The Incomparable. I'm Moises Chuyan, filling in for Jason Snell, who's currently relocating to a deserted island paradise where he'll live out his days doing the bidding of a raccoon landlord so that he can understand what on earth so many of us have been talking about for months now. And that bizarrely high concept introduction can mean only one thing and that would be that today we are discussing Animal Crossing New Horizons. Joining me to discuss this surprise mega blockbuster game for the Nintendo Switch is so robust a panel of nerds, I had to put all seven of our names into random.org so that we could proceed semi-draft style. And first up, first arriving, Brian Hamilton.
1: Hi, everybody. Welcome back to Recently Played Island. It's five past one on June 6, 2020. And boy, do I have news for you.
2: and following him in the order tiff arment hey tiff
1: hey
3: come shop in my nook
2: oh boy we're gonna get to that explicit tag good and fast especially since next up is another one of my partners on agents of smooch's incomprehensible uh drunk twilight commentaries kathy campbell mrs soup how's it going
4: glitter I don't have anything fancy. That's I just I just got Julian on my island who is a sparkly unicorn and his term of endearment is glitter and it makes me very very happy, but we'll get into Aww. that I'm sure.
2: <laughs> Joining us from various time zones into the future but without abusing time travel in the game. James Thompson, how are you James?
5: Uh I I'm good um I wouldn't say that I've never abused time travel, but we can get to that. <laughs> a and following his
6: approach,
2: <laughs> jumping back to the East Coast, uh, the one, the only, Allison Truge, half of the uh, most important meal podcast, uh, who someone else on this call is also on. How are you doing, Truge?
6: I'm really great. The podcast is really more of a C. Okay.
2: <laughs> okay. <laughs> Another joke that people playing the game will understand. And I promise we will contextualize. Everything about the game before we get into stuff that will sound like the raving lunacy of people who need need to calm down and maybe take a nap. Um, But (laughs) last, certainly not least. And um, one of my favorite people to podcast with. No offense to everybody else here, but it's just something about that laugh. Kelly Gamont.
7: Let me tell you all about my cranny. Wow. See, she she was ready. She was ready. You were
2: ready. She was very ready. ready. (laughs) And prepared.
3: High five for the nook and cranny.
7: I was really hoping someone else would mention it, so that that would be, so that 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 would work. Start a
3: team, a duo here. I'm Nook, and you could
4: be Cranny. All right, Timmy and Tommy. Oh
3: boy, Nook Uh, and Cranny is out out back. We have a room behind. (laughs) Behind, (laughs) he had to go through the the beaded curtain. (laughs) (laughs) Curtain.
2: Did you start Uh, drinking wine? We're not supposed to record about Breaking Dawn Part 2 until tonight. Um, (laughs) Oh,
3: oopsie daisies.
2: (laughs) So for those who are not familiar with Animal Crossing, but have heard people raving about turnips or crying about wanting blue flowers of a particular type that just won't grow or why, oh, why (laughs) will that stupid fox with all the art not show up at my island or any number (laughs) of other things that just don't make any sense out of context? The basic gist of Animal Crossing New Horizons and any Animal Crossing game is that you have moved to a new place. You've set up a house and you can just live a slow life in various and sundry ways that you choose. And in New Horizons, you are moving to an island for the first time. And of the choices that everybody has to make, you have to first name your island. And so I wanted to go around to our panelists and ask what you named your island and why, which is Uh, the first very subjective thing that you did in this game. Uh, Brian, what is the name of your island and why did you choose this name?
1: Uh, My name is Cherryton. I couldn't come up with a good name, and my fruit was cherries, so I picked Cherryton, which is a reference to my in-person D&D group, the only non-recorded, non-TPK D&D group I do. We visit a town called Cherryton, so I was like, oh, it's perfect.
6: We I have cherries on my island. We a town island. called Cherryton Pastureshire. Oh, excuse in, me. Cherryton Sure.
2: <laughs> <laughs> we have to get the lore correct. Uh, Tiff, uh, what's the name of your island? Why is it named that?
3: Um, I went with Blue Heart kind of after my little web comic person that I draw over at uh, Girl with a Blue Heart. So I just went with it. Thought I'd go all in on the Blue Heart theme. And then I ended up going to like a portal place with it. So I don't know. It's very confusing. <laughs> it's just all the things I like. So went with Blue Heart.
2: Kathy?
4: I went with Hoa Loa, um, which is Hawaiian for friend. Um, as we already talked about and we'll be talking about a lot more i'm sure um this game was is not just one to play by yourself um it's so much more enriched with friends and friends from all over the world and being able to really solidify the island name with that and it sounds really cool um so yeah hoa loa
5: james so i kind of have a reputation for collecting bears and <laughs> in video games, in video games. Oh, thank God! <laughs> and I, I also have a bit of a reputation of liking pandas. And what? Uh, my island is called Pantopia, and it features uh, Panda Mountain, which is got. I think at this point about twenty pandas on it, who have sort of formed this colony out with the rest of the island, um, and. Yeah, it might be a bit obsessive. Truge.
6: So I, I was the one that sighed when you uh when you introduced this topic because uh-huh. I am not very proud of the name of my island. <laughs> I, I knew that you like couldn't change it, but I was thinking so I've played a lot of Stardew Valley. I've not played any Animal Crossing before this game came out. So I was thinking, just like in Stardew Valley, it'll give you like a blank spot and then farm is like written after it. But if you don't catch that, you can be like me and end up spending like I don't know. 500 hours in stardew valley playing a game where your farm is called like happy farm farm um and so (laughs) i wanted to uh avoid that and i thought that they would add island after your island name so and also i i work in publishing and i'm like a i'm a typesetter so i like punctuation and stuff so i was like ooh I'm gonna do my favorite punctuation, which is an asterisk. And so my island's called asterisk, but I thought it would be cool if it was like asterisk island, but instead it is just called asterisk. And <laughs> now I have to come uh come to terms with that decision.
2: I think that's really cool. I I, I don't I don't think you have nice. any reason to feel any shame for that whatsoever. I
6: thought it was cool. I, I dug it. Yeah, I think it's, it's now great. cool because I have all of the octopi in the game on my island and they're kind of like asterisks because Mm. they make little stars with their tentacles so that's (laughs) that's my story and i'm stick nailed it it.
2: (laughs) you gotta have a theme right now kelly uh kelly you you uh, i believe are the only person on this call uh who has a southern hemisphere island what did you name your
5: southern hemisphere island
7: I Ooh. do have a Southern Hemisphere island, so it snowed like two days ago, which was very weird. Um,
5: I, I saw the snow. I I, put, I went to the shop, and they had like winter jackets and hats yeah, you can buy
7: parkas and things. Like everybody's on Slack, like swapping surfboards. Like I have a hibiscus surfboard, and I'm like, that sounds really awesome. I have parkas. Um, <laughs> uh, the name of my island, because uh, I they do make abundantly clear that you cannot change this, and you are are saddled with it forever. For good or ill, right? So I thought about it long and hard, and came up with Muppeton
2: because oh, you love the Muppets. The I mean you you love the Muppets. You you, you I love do. the Muppets. I think uh, more than the average person that I know.
7: <laughs> I love Muppets more than the average person who says they love Muppets. From what I have been <laughs> told by other people who know Muppet <laughs> fans, so uh, yeah, it's a lot. So uh, that is the name of my island. It is Muppeton.
2: Oh, Waka Waka Waka. Uh, so my island is named Rosalinda, not because my native flower is the rose, but because I just wanted something that sounded like, uh, some sort of a Caribbean island that does not exist. And whether roses were going to be my native flower or not, I just figured I was going to get big into, uh, propagating roses across the island. Uh, so I just, I just wanted to go with something that felt kind of open-ended, uh, that sort of led toward kind of what I thought I wanted to do with the game Having never played an Animal Crossing game, and only knowing about them in in a vague sense, um, and going going reverse order, uh, now I'd like to go around and and ask about people's background with the Animal Crossing games and whether this was your first brush with an Animal Crossing game. Uh, if you played games that that feel adjacent to it, and uh, and effectively how how that's influenced the way that you look at this, uh, Kelly, I I have gathered that like like me, you were new to Animal Crossing. With this game,
7: uh, I have dabbled, I guess I would say, in the iOS game uh, Animal Crossing: Pocket Camp. Uh, I've played a little bit of that, where um, it's it's similar, but it's a much smaller scale, and it uh, you get a little campsite, and uh, if you and it's the same, a little bit of resource managing, and then you can go visit other people's campsites. So I did a little bit of that because I have a friend who's a very big Nintendo fan who um, was has been huge into Animal Crossing forever, has played it on like every platform, and so uh, was talking to me about playing uh, the the iOS version. So I hopped on it, and it was, I will admit, it was partly so that maybe Nintendo would see that Nintendo could make games for iOS that were popular, and then maybe we would get more Nintendo games on iOS. And uh, so I, I played a little bit of that, but that was about it and learned a little bit about, um, you know, there's there's a nook and there's a cranny and you can buy things and there's flowers and you can breed the flowers to make other flowers or other colors of the, of flowers. And uh, so, like, as far as this game, New Horizons goes, I basically didn't didn't know anything about it, except that it had a similar mechanic where uh, other people are doing the same thing individually and you can go visit those other people and see what their what 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 it, what it is that they've designed.
2: True what what is your Animal Crossing background? It sounds like you've played a lot of Stardew Valley going into this but maybe this was also new for you.
6: Yes, um I've only played Stardew Valley but t- truly so obsessively. Um, and I think hearing that the creator was super inspired by Animal Crossing to create it, Animal Crossing and um, Harvest Moon, um, I I kind of knew going into this that I would love this game. I uh, downloaded it like the day it came out and started playing it the night that it came out, like at midnight. Um, And I like it was not a question in my mind whether or not I would love it. Uh, I think that it was just like. Growing up, um, I never played any of the older Animal Crossing games because we never had the consoles that they came out on. And then, um, I think one came out on Wii, but by the time it came out on Wii, I was like already like a freshman in college and didn't have access to mine. So yeah, this is my first my first like dive into it. And I kind of I'm thinking about maybe trying to uh, get access to some of the older games because I think that uh, I love the the history of this game. I love that when you look at old screenshots of like New Leaf, um, they they kind of look like uh New Horizons. Like they didn't stray too far from the older games to create this new game. Um, and I think that's really neat.
2: Yeah, there's there's a continuity of things where I'll talk about villagers that have joined my island to friends and they'll say, Oh yeah, I had them in the GameCube original. Well, good for yeah. you. Good for Yeah, you. And that's
6: the reason that we are all able to, like, I don't know, get these, like, connections with these new characters. Like, if there's a new Animal Crossing that comes out in, like, 2030, I feel like, if I see like Cherry who is one of my first villagers uh on my island, if I see Cherry in the 20 2030 20, version of Animal Crossing, I'll feel so nostalgic. I'll be like, "Wow, that's my best friend. I can't believe it."
2: <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh yeah, Poppy, I know my girl Poppy. We'll hear plenty about yeah. Poppy in oh, a bit, oh, I'm oh, sure. Oh, Poppy. I know oh, Poppy. Oh, Tiff, please, please restrain your passion, madam. Oh my god. Uh, <laughs> Anything <laughs> we'll, we'll... I
3: say, you're just going to take it that way now.
2: <laughs> well, no, I mean That's what she it, said. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, you know, I. Why, why should I even try? I can't. I, stop. I, can't I, stop. I, I know you. you can't. That's can't all. stop. That, won't
3: this stop. This is just who I am. I'm oh sorry. That's God. also what yeah. she
2: said. Uh, Don't James, James, what uh,
5: is your what is your Animal Crossing history like? So I I might have played a little bit of the first one and bounced off it really hard and thinking ah, this is not for me. Um, but the game that this Animal Crossing is closest to and i will stress in my head um is fallout 4 uh, <laughs> tell me more there Change is your work mr thompson i do have a thing i'm on with your, you james w-
2: we we will so, talk about some some bizarre headcanon stuff later but i'm i'm here for diving into it right now
5: okay so the way i played fallout like 4 was i didn't really care too much about the story and what was going on what i what you can do in fallout 4 is you can get these uh areas and you can build houses and stuff on them and you can have residents uh in your in your village um it's not called a village but um, this is
3: exciting me to know and james because i know exactly where it's going
5: <laughs> well i mean yes i may have collected rooms full of bears in that game as well Yeah, you
0: did. Wow.
5: Um and they look a little bit more sort of serial killer'y when you're in Fallout 4 <laughs> than they do um, in.
3: Well, because they're from a, like a deserted wasteland. <laughs> like, yeah, after,
5: like... <laughs> but but so what? What I would do in Fallout 4 is there would be a gameplay loop of I would go out and I would harvest resources and I'd get all the stuff and then and I could bring those resources back and those crafting and I could build bits of houses and and all that stuff and it's like and I just wanted to have this perfect little village. And I spent probably about four to 500 hours playing uh, Fallout 4. And, like, I'd finished the story, but I didn't really care about the story at that point. And I just wanted to have this perfect little environment, a little sort of pocket in the post-apocalyptic wasteland, as you mentioned. (laughs) Um, And I started going down routes of, like, installing mods and stuff just so I could get everything perfect. And... I'm doing exactly the same thing in Animal Crossing. I mean, there's slightly less in the way of sort of zombies and murderous robots. But, but only slightly. But there only that, slightly. There is that robot frog. <laughs>
3: there's That's a robot true. Frog.
5: I haven't met the robot frog yet. I'm not sure how
3: murderous he is, but I am suspicious.
5: I mean, if we're going to get to the, the, be suspicious. the bit be of the draft suspicious. where we draft the most likely to be serial killer uh, villagers that we have had in our... <laughs> islands i mean i can name gaston for one (laughs) (laughs) anyway yes so uh, i i have played a lot of what you would call base building games you know uh even things like no man's sky and anything that lets me sort of create and modify an environment and and is great in this that you can have other people visit and sort of see into your mind basically Kathy, uh, Animal Crossing
2: history, little, a lot?
4: Yeah, so one of our quarantine projects has been, um, like, unpacking boxes that have been packed at least for a year since we've lived in this place, um, but also just, like, sorting things, Um, and in doing that sorting, I found my introduction to Animal Crossing, which was the two DS versions, both wild world and new leaf. And I don't, I have a terrible memory and I'm terrible at like really strong action video games, but give me something low pace. I don't, the only spamming of buttons is when trying to build a lot of things together or buy a lot of things, but I don't have to fight anything. Cause I'm really bad at that. I don't have to, I can play when I want to, Um, and put it away so I can play five minutes here or I could play for five hours. Um, I love this style of games and apparently loved it enough back when I had my DS to start with it. And so when it came out on switch, I was like, okay, this sounds like something I need. And little did I know how much (laughs) I needed it in my
2: life. Uh, Tiff, what about you?
4: So
3: I have a pretty long history with those basic foraging games where you are resource gathering and then, um, you know, crafting and then creating something. Uh, I've never played a Animal Crossing before. This is my first Animal Crossing game. I had no idea what to expect. I knew nothing about it. Besides, there were some animals and I might be crossing them.
0: (laughs) Other than that...
3: I had no clue how any of it worked, but it is a basic, you know, go out, you forage, you craft, and then you create something. Um, There is a lot more uh, community involved in this, a lot like Stardew, which I put hundreds of hours into. Um, Again, also Minecraft, although there's less murdering in this one um, and, you know, killing of zombies. Less murdering. She says
2: less murdering.
3: Less, less. I mean, we do get fish and bugs and shove them into our pockets in this game, so you know, I don't know if that counts, but they seem to be alive when you take them out. So I don't know. Um, but, and I also played a whole bunch of don't starve, which is like another kind of foraging collecting and then crafting and building kind of game. So I'm very familiar with this style, but the very, very cute version of it is completely new to me. I loved it. Um, it is, it's basically any of these games, but, um, with cuter outfits and, uh, yeah. So (laughs) I enjoy the shopping element as well and the community of like visiting each other when you have a whole bunch of friends playing. So it was a pleasant surprise how much I enjoyed this game. Although I shouldn't say it was a surprise because I knew I would enjoy it, but I can't believe I put 220 hours into it already and I'm going to be putting more in. There we go.
2: Brian, are you a, a longtime crosser of animals? A uh, long time
1: play. No, cut that. That was a dumb joke. Long time player for some kind. No, I don't. So I've never played Animal Crossing before this. Uh, I remember in the lead up to the game, as people were really excited about this and people were watching trailers and saying, "Oh, you can do this in this game now. Yes, finally, after all these years, you can do something in this game. I don't know. Um, and looking back at all the older Animal Crossings, I don't know if I would have enjoyed them nearly as much as this because I can't imagine uh, Animal Crossing without all the things that we're so used to in New Horizons. Uh, I don't think it's any secret that my favorite games to play are really short two, three hour games that you do in one sitting and then revisit like a movie, you know, Journey, What Remains of Edith Finch, Sinar, Wild Hearts, things like that. I'm not a fan of big open-ended games and games that take too long really scare me. I bounced right off of Skyrim, right off of Fallout and uh, and I played a lot of Stardew Valley for sure, but there was like some calming aspect of it uh, to this game when uh, on the day that the game launched, Truge downloaded it and I was like, huh, should I get this game? And Truj thought, no, Brian, you would hate this game. This is so much longer than you are, like, really used to. This is not something that I, d- I think you will really enjoy. <laughs> and then uh, I went against her, uh, her better advice and downloaded it. And now my life is over and I'm playing it constantly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, it's wonderful. It's so calming. It's uh, the-, the thing that really brings me back to it, even though, you know, I- I'm playing this game so much more than any other game of its scope. But because it is so relaxing and easy to do, and the fact that it is in real time, so it kind of limits what you can do in any given day before you wait for the next day to respawn your uh, uh, your resources or bring new visitors to your island or things like that. You know, when I played Stardew Valley. Uh, I played a lot of it in long bursts because, you know, a day is only 13 minutes in that game. So you can just play as much or as little as you want. But in Stardew Valley, excuse me, in Animal Crossing, it limits it and slows you down. So, okay, we are a slower, slower paced game. We're going to put our money where our mouth is and actually slow the game down. So you play a little bit less each day. And I have so much respect for the game for that. So, no, I've never played one before. And this is, I think, the only one I could have fallen this heart in love
5: with. I think if their aim is to stop me playing a lot each day, they have severely failed.
4: (laughs) (laughs) They missed that boat.
5: Uh, For my part,
2: uh, this is my first Animal Crossing game. I was aware of them. Uh, The first one came out when I was in college, and I could not understand why various friends of mine were obsessed with it, other than that they were big Nintendo heads and they liked playing whatever cool, interesting, new first party Nintendo thing was out at a given time. And it sounded like a bunch of inventory management and a bunch of chores in a virtual world, and it sounded like work, and I didn't get it. And even those early games, they're not so different than New Horizons when it comes to basically what they are and how they work. The mechanics are very, very similar, but it was something that, um, whether it was the stage that I was at in my life at the time or just what I was used to playing, having only played a little bit of, say, Harvest Moon, at the time, uh, back on the Super and Nintendo, um, back in the day, uh, I you know I I don't know what it was that turned me off, but it was it was that nothing quite hooked me, and I think just sitting down with it might have might have made the difference. Uh, with this game, in the lead up to it, a lot of people were excited about it, and the more I started paying attention to the way that the game actually worked, the escape aspect of it was something that really really attracted me. Um, where it was it was slow living at whatever pace you wanted to go and how many hours at a time you wanted to dedicate to it. A place where you don't have to worry about real-world productivity and the problems of the real world or uh, money. Uh, but you can worry about money if you want to worry about money in this game. Um, but as, uh, as a billionaire, uh, that is not a problem and has not been a problem for me for some time. <laughs> Um, well
3: you're not over there grinding <laughs> bugs like I am. Still, like, really?
2: <laughs> I'm just, I'm just, uh, I'm just buffing my nails here on my throne, wearing my crown. Um, Your gold nail buffer. Yes, my gold I will, nail buffer. I've, I've. I will point everything. out that a
7: friend of mine said I told a friend of mine that who also plays Animal Crossing that yeah, I have a friend, meaning Moises, who refers to himself as a billionaire, and my friend replied. You mean he doesn't call himself the Fresh Prince of Bel Air? And I said, Well, he does now.
2: Said,
7: he has no choice. So and, there you go. Hi, Andrew. Yeah.
2: Uh, and uh, and and there are various things that you can just kind of luck into, and it feels like you've won the lottery because of some made up fictitious thing that happened in a made up fictitious game. Um, that that's kind of what it is at its core. That I love about Animal Crossing is. The validation and the little bit of of of, uh, of serotonin that you get from little simple things, whether it is arranging a flower bed that you look up and you realize you've been doing for three hours um, and you don't feel bad about it. You never feel bad about it ever with this game, um, which to me is like magic. Um, this is a game that it is difficult to say that there are spoilers for because to me, part of the community aspect of it is sort of kind of spoiling things by going hey do you have a ladder yet you just started the game let me give you a ladder do you have a pole vault yet here i'll give you a pole vault do you have a this yet um you know could you use a couple million bells literally something i've said uh Moises moises is just
7: describing my first day in animal crossing when he said hey give me a call and we'll hang out in animal crossing and that's exactly what happened was Oh, you have all this open space over here. I'll give you some flowers. And here's some trees. And and I and then I think I asked you like I don't know how to get across the river cuz I didn't have any bridges yet and you were like, "Oh, let me give you a pole. Here you go." And the vaulting pole. And and like the sharing of it with 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 everybody has been really great cuz I came to to new horizons way after everybody else. So, I've only been like playing for about a month now, I think.
5: We're getting you caught up you'll be you'll yeah, be over 300 where I'm getting hours up soon. Really fast yeah don't worry yeah I mean I in remember the UK, in-, in the uk uh the timing of this game it came out on day one of lockdown in the UK <laughs> so yeah. it was kind of I think I I mean I'm not suggesting Nintendo would create a global pandemic just to sell this game, (laughs) but I'm not not suggesting that. Um, This game was supposed to come out in uh, last October,
1: October of 2019, and it was delayed because they just wanted to spend more time on it. Can you imagine if we'd had this game for six months before lockdown? Like, that must have been wild.
3: I I have to say that part of my addiction to this game really stemmed from the idea that all of my friends were playing. So it became like the thing right now to play. If you want to chat with your friends or do something or visit each other or have like a little Zoom party like we all did. And we met up and we like traded things (laughs) on each other's islands and we went island hopping. It just became such a community involving thing that. It felt like socializing in this new environment that we find ourselves in. And I think that I stuck with it way longer and put way more time into it and got really dedicated into, oh, I have to make my island super pretty because I know I'm going to be having guests over and I want to show off (laughs) a little bit about what I can do. So it's like you put all of this time and effort into this game and and creating this world. For me, it was a lot because I knew my friends were going to be coming over. And I kind of like that. I don't think I would have put up with the endless menus and Ugh. the like, A like just go, just go. I just need to get through all these menus. Stop saying carp is C or C plus bass. I don't know. I, I, there's so many things that just repeat themselves over and over again that infuriate me. <laughs> but it is the friendships that we made along the way that really wow. kept me, <laughs> kept me drawn into this game.
1: Hang yeah. on, we have to stop the podcast for five minutes now that someone's going to join the call. Let's just wait and watch an animation for five minutes, and we'll yeah. be good. <laughs>
3: and <laughs> and then we're, we're all wave. At the way. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
2: you know, it, it because was... because Brian mentions that. Uh, what what title have you all chosen for yourselves on your passport when you oh. arrive at someone's island? What what title uh, <laughs> does does it greet them with? Uh, I have almost forgotten mine, but I'm I'm remembering it as I go. So I'm going to throw it to Brian while I try to remember what mine is. My title. Is Dad Joking Virtuoso?
1: Nice. Tiff? Very happy about that one.
3: Mina is Aspiring Artist.
5: Kathy?
4: Verdant Problem Solver.
5: James? I can't actually remember. I think it is something along the lines of obsessive technologist or something that kind of fits that like that. That sounds right.
2: Uh, you, you, we we haven't visited each other's islands in long enough. I, we have to fix this. Uh, True?
6: Um, I'm so pleased with mine. I am a weak clown. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Kelly,
7: messy eventuality. Whoa,
2: and I am a tropically grown clown.
7: Wow. <laughs> See, and these send in the clowns. Titles.
3: <laughs> these titles they come up because the villagers they talk about people after yeah. they come visit the island and they'll yeah. like bring it up again the next day and be like oh have you seen moises you know his title is done and so i don't just, know if you've
7: heard but he, <laughs> yeah
3: yeah it's pretty funny when one of the phrases that they that you've p- chosen for yourself end up being very humorous and <laughs> someone's repeating it to you and you're like so, whoa that's crazy
5: can i point out that i have got all my villagers, I've changed their catchphrase to be some oh. variation on "My Lord, My Liege," or, <laughs> oh. or something Dad, like that. How did you that. do
6: that? Well, it's just yeah. here's <laughs> the thing. The, oh, I was gonna say the catchphrases are literally my favorite part of this game. Um, one of <clears throat> one of the catchphrases is a "Hoy, matey!" that like because one of them starts <gasps> saying it, and then all of them start saying it. And I also have just recently changed one of their catchphrases to "I hate it." And so one of them will come up to me and they'll be like, oh, my God, I love this thing that you're wearing. I hate it. I
0: hate it. Oh, my goodness. I I just
5: like the deferential nature I get from all the villagers as they come up and say, you know... Oh, you know, thanks for doing that, my lord, or my wow. Liege.
1: Speaking of these villagers, I know animal or, uh, I know Stardew Valley, one of the big parts of that game is building relationships with people by giving them gifts on their birthday and things like that. Well, that's and because you're you trying earn... to score
5: hot
6: dates.
3: Really
1: yeah, great. exactly.
5: <laughs> <laughs> but, you, you can't uh, you date know... these villagers. Trust me. you can. Here's
6: the thing, I am dating Cherry. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Cherry has a big crush on me.
2: That, that's the whole I, point of this game. Everybody's playing it differently, in some in some people's games, <laughs> they absolutely are dating their villagers. I like all
1: of my villagers more and feel more reward out of giving them gifts and talking with them than I ever did in Stardew Valley. Even that, like, no shade against Stardew Valley, but I really, really enjoy all my villagers a lot more than them. I
5: thought you were gonna say than in real life.
2: while we are on villagers uh let's talk about uh let's talk about villagers that we that we enjoy these ai constructs that have a limited number of uh dialogue options but somehow we fall in love we fall in hate we fall in somewhere in between with all of them uh let's talk about some of your favorite villagers some of your villagers that you try to get to leave uh, tactics that you used <clears throat> uh, to maybe uh, acquire the villagers that you were looking for, that you were most I desirous of. Um, Kelly, do you have any favorite villager stories uh, to to jump in with?
7: Um, I am not going to remember most of their names, but I just got uh, Freckles, who, whose name I do know, um, on my island, who is apparently uh, one that got kicked out by a friend of mine who wanted all robots on his island and so he got rid of freckles and so freckles magically appeared on my island and freckles cracks me up because he seems really friendly and is always saying something kind of goofy and somehow i have like two ducks i think on my island right now um i had buck for a while and buck just sort of made me roll my eyes at everything because he was like Always working out, or like you know, I'm resting because you know I'm resting, like, but it's extreme resting or whatever it was he was saying. And, <laughs> and um, so I haven't had a whole lot of interaction yet. And I think I also just got um, I got a fox. I don't remember his name, but uh, what he does the fox couple... say?
2: Sorry, he says a
7: great number of things, which is kind of weird. Um, yeah, uh, I'm I'm apparently going to find out. And uh, and then I also have, I think it's Annalisa. And uh, I have another villager whose name escapes me that calls me Lammykins which I find delightful in a really That's Wendy. Way.
2: That's Wendy. Wendy. I've got Wendy. Okay.
7: Oh, I love Wendy. Yes. She's a <laughs> <special laughs> girl. She's great.
2: Wendy's I... <laughs> going to be a pop star. Wendy's going to yeah. be famous. I love she Wendy. Is star. This is how Wendy talks in my mind. That's That's <laughs> Wendy. <what I mean. laughs>
1: <laughs> oh my god christopher guest i love your work
2: <laughs> that's one of the things that disappoints wow, me
5: getting... about this game when you go to somebody else's island and you meet another version of one of your villagers and they're yeah. running the same lines and it's like this sort of Westworld moment where you realize <laughs> that they're just hosts running a routine for your benefit oh,
6: that
3: I
7: look like anything that's exactly what, what it kids. sounds like
6: yes that's not
3: upsetting yeah. at all james
6: thank you Thanks for that troubling yeah. mind. True. Brian uh, has one of my village Oh, sorry. No, Trude. True. Tru- Brian- yeah, True,
2: true, go ahead. Tell us tell us, okay. tell us about your villager story.
6: So, um, my favorite villagers at this moment are um one of the first villagers I ended on my I ended up on my island with is Cherry, who is like a red dog who's like super goth. Like she has um, spots on her ears that look like piercings and she wears like a spiderweb t-shirt and her house is like super hardcore. I love Cherry. She is one of my favorites. Her personality type is sisterly. So she's like, I I kind of interpret sisterly to mean like kind of tomboy-ish. And she's just the best. And she uses her catchphrase all the time um, I gave her a catchphrase that's just saying that's just her saying astronomical because of the TikTok of of that person saying <laughs> the volume in this bus <laughs> is astronomical um <laughs> And she's just the best. I also love Wendy. Wendy is my special girl. I also so I kicked out a bunch of my villagers because I caved and I bought Amiibos. I spent the amount of money on this game on, amiibo- on Amiibos. <laughs> additionally, um, so, so I bought Meringue, who is like a, a rhino who has a strawberry as a horn. She's very special to me. I also got Marina, who is a like, pink octopus and Zucker, who is an octopus that is shaped like a Japanese snack. Zucker's Um, amazing. (laughs) Yeah, I love Zucker. I love the lazy type villagers. I have Sherb on my island and Zucker. They're both lazy types. And they both say that they talk to the bugs on their floors and in their walls. And it's just very concerning and I love it (laughs) so much um what I was also going to say is that Brian got one of the villagers that I kicked out because I guess when you kick out a villager it goes into the void and then if any of your friends have empty spaces your villager can go to one of their islands because um her name is Naomi Naomi yeah. yeah Naomi and she's a very fabulous cow I liked her a lot but she just didn't fit the the vibe of the village um, she was and harshing the party w- she just had to go yeah she she just wasn't <laughs> right she she was right for she's right for Brian's island Um, and I would go and she was like oh hi Truge do you remember when I used to live on Asterisk like she remembers oh, that's me yes. oh wow <laughs> I don't like that I don't like that
1: amount it's of weird. confrontation it is weird and when she came to my island she was like oh hi Brian we met on Truge's island Asterisk before I was like what there's memory now
6: so yeah, some of them oh. can remember where they come from and I, I that's that's something, you know.
5: The, the hosts are becoming self-aware. Uh James, uh what's what's your <laughs> villager story? So I I my very first uh villager was Hamlet, who's a little hamster and he's a a, a jock, but he's like a tiny little round cute hamster, so it actually comes off you know, because he's he's really uh, uh, excited and energetic about everything, and hey James, I think if you it, can get
2: swole. I'm getting swole. Are you swole?
5: <laughs> I think that's a perfect impression. Thank you. I literally impression.
3: had a pet hamster named Hamlet when I was a child. So well,
5: oh, so Hamlet. Uh, I think it wouldn't work if he was one of the other uh, animal types, but because he's a tiny hamster, it's great. Um, So I have a special liking for him, but my favorite is Lolly, the cat. He's very stylish, and uh, I believe she is quite high up on the official dreamies list, uh, which ranks all the, the villagers. Um, high five,
3: I have a Lolly too. Yay. I love the Lolly. <laughs> uh,
5: and the, I've got uh, the worst thing. Well, okay, so I, I mentioned Gaston before, who's like a terrible French stereotype and also a serial killer. Uh, if you go into is, his house... Where is my baguette? And also, where do you sleep? He, literally, he will say things like that. Like, you know, I have been watching you. And and I'm like, just whatever. Um, but he's kind of cute with it. The worst one um, was Kyle. So Kyle is a wolf and I met him on an island and he looked quite stylish. So I invited him back to my island um, Whoa
7: <laughs> <laughs> So dirty And Tiff they were worried about you and I Given that the explicit tag
5: And and he you know he was wearing this kind of leathery Anyway um, But it turns out he, ha- he has This huge ego And there's only room oh for God. one Huge ego on this <laughs> island And it's me
0: And it's my liege
5: and, My lord his lordship And uh, so I, He was like Upsetting other villagers, they would like come to me and they would say, "Kyle said this," or "Kyle spoiled the ending to some TV show," or "Kyle oh my
4: God. did
5: all this stuff." And I was like, "I don't want this conflict on the island." So, I may have bought a number of completely legitimate amiibo cards uh, off Etsy uh, to eject Kyle from uh, my island, and unfortunately, he turned up on another friend's island um is that why were... he's
3: on my island
5: no i don't think so <gasps> uh, wow because the one the person i know who got him th- he was talking a- about having come from pantopia and all this stuff and okay good i i just i felt so bad but it was like well he's your problem now <laughs> <laughs> kathy
2: what uh what is your villager story like
4: so i never really had super strong feelings one way or another until leopold arrived on my island
2: until leopold and the kathy campbell story
4: Leopold, this sounds like the beginning of a romance novel yes
1: (laughs) of three things
2: i was absolutely certain (laughs) the surf broke against the beach and leopold came through the airport
4: and i hate him He's so... That's not where I thought so... this
6: was going.
2: <laughs> it's a love a
5: character
6: thing? who's like actually a neckbeard? Is that He's the one I'm thinking of?
4: so <laughs> like the epitome of a will actually boy. And I love... So the snooty villagers are some of my favorites. Um, I love their fashion sense. I love their... They're still very, very kind. But Leopold is not snooty. He is smug. And it was so like I don't want to feel demeaned by a freaking pixelated character in my game and I was super excited so I was like okay I'm getting an amiibo poppy's gonna be coming in my life sometime soon great I'm gonna get rid of Leopold and then he decided to leave on his own and I was wow. so happy that he was gone and now I have Naomi in his spot which yes. wasn't planned but I I really like her so now i have to decide who i want to kick out uh especially for julian who also just recently appeared in my life as of yesterday and of course i have to have a unicorn but i also really really like him so it's not just okay i have a unicorn on my island because i need to have a unicorn it's he's pretty fantastic so far tiff all right
3: i'll start with my fave Poppy. She's so my girl. I met her on Moises's island, and as soon as she started chatting about her pen collection, I was like, <laughs> "Oh man, we are soul sisters. I love you so much. Like, please come live on my island." And she eventually, I was, I bought an amiibo uh, in preparation for it, it, having a copy.
2: Initially, you rather transparently were plotting to steal her from me.
3: I tried. I talked her up a lot. I was like. <laughs> chat it up all the time every time i came to moises island i'm like where's that poppy we need to have a chat <laughs> <I> <laughs> hoping she would poppy. just be like i need to i just need to go live with Tiff's island because Avi, be, you know why not but it didn't
1: happen. Got to have my pops
0: <laughs> <laughs> and ah.
3: she <laughs> eventually um i ordered the amiibo and it took forever to arrive from um ebay where i found it just floating around um totally legit and she showed up at my campsite while i was waiting for the amiibo to show up so i played her card games i talked to her like 30 times it was a hard sell to get her to stay but she is she is there and she is a permanent resident and i didn't steal her from moises so that was a positive um, another, otherwise, I don't know if we would still be friends or if he would have let me on this podcast. <laughs> the <laughs> other favorite villager is Lyman because I call him Lyman Zerga in my head. And he is a workout koala. Um, he's pretty funny. I, I just, the name Lyman Zerga, that's it. Anyway, that's his voice. And, um, I have Bella, the, the metal mouse. I don't know. She really likes metal. She's playing it all the time. Um, other than that, I have Lolly, you know, he's cool. But yeah, those are um, my villagers. And the best thing I like about them is when they kind of come out one, oh, like certain days, they'll just show up strutting around the island and wearing my merch, which I find incredibly charming and awesome. Um, so representing Blue Heart Island. Um, yeah. Oh, oh. And I also have Shep, the um, the hipster dog that, you know, Ooh, that we yeah. all desire in our lives. He's just, I, I made his house out in the woods, kind of, uh, so he feels he can fulfill his his hipster dreams out there away from everyone else <laughs> um chopping wood but then i always see him in town shopping so there he is
5: <laughs> talking about merch um so that was one of the first things i did in the game was i made t-shirts for my so good i have peacock t-shirts that i literally sold and then i made all the exact same t-shirts inside the game and they're all like the some of them are pride t-shirts so my villagers will start running around in whatever pride t-shirt it is and i'm like cool
3: it's so cool oh! i love when they run around in the stuff
5: you make
4: so good. uh avi was really impressed when i was wearing my p t-shirt and my character in the game was also wearing it <laughs> it like blew her mind
3: i made a creeper t-shirt for my son to his character to wear and it is really funny when the villagers pick it up in the
5: shop and they're like walking
3: around with creepers on their shirts from Minecraft, you've like also got some games cool, here.
5: You've got the Aperture Science stuff in your shop as well.
3: I do. I also have the Portal, so I'm I'm all in on the. the i I've got,
5: barely, barely legally distinct. I've got one of the the logos from Dan Morin's sci-fi books as a t-shirt as well. <laughs> <laughs> nice. and I, I sent him a picture of that, and he was like, um "Do I need to call a lawyer?" Also, how do I get? Share so, <laughs> our
3: creator codes in uh, the show notes.
5: Yes, so people can
2: get our merch. Oh, yeah, we will do that. Uh, Brian, what is your villager story? Tell us of your faves, your hates, everything in between.
1: There's no one I really hated on my island. My original two that I still love very dearly were Dizzy, a very cute blue elephant, and Iggly, a jock penguin. Uh, I didn't know how the game would work with villagers and things. I didn't know I would wind up with 10 of them. Uh, my original thesis was to make sure everyone stayed on my island i really didn't want anyone to leave so whenever i saw the thought bubble bubble over uh, someone's head i thought oh well i'll have them stay i really don't want anyone to leave and then one day Hamfrey, the little uh hamster came up to me with his very surprisingly deep voice he was like hey brian i'm thinking about leaving what do you think and i thought i'm not gonna tell him not to leave Oh, God, I feel like an awful person. Oh, you know what? It's fine. <laughs> Everyone else is like booted people off the island. People have, you know, it's fine. It's fine. It's totally fine. And so I said, you should go and explore a new place. And he said, great, thanks. And then the next day, Isabel said, we're saying goodbye to Hamfree. Make sure you visit him one last time. No. And I visited his house and he had boxes up and I was like, oh, no. I didn't realize they could pull my heartstrings as much. No. But then I wound up with Naomi from True Island Island. I'm very happy. A few other highlights. Uh, Annabelle is an anteater who's very cute. Uh, Phoebe is, is a bird.
7: Annabelle. I love her. She calls me Gumdrop, Annabelle. and it like makes me a little bit happy every time.
1: She calls me <laughs> Snorty. <laughs> <laughs> um, Carrie is a uh, a kangaroo with a little uh, joey in her pouch, which is really cute. And my favorite Does the joey village- have a name? No, it's just not no. a character. It just like hangs out there in the, That's, in the little In box their room. matching outfit. Wait, so are yeah. they actually attached and it's not two separate beings? It is not. I, I don't <laughs> know. As far as the game's concerned, Carrie's the only villager, but
5: uh, oh, there's just, yeah. Is, uh, my is this favorite... a total recall kind of thing? <laughs> <laughs> uh, my
4: favorite. oh, sorry. I have Sylvia, the um, kangaroo with the Joey with all sorts of fabulous outfits and they have them matched. So I don't. I, I think Sylvie, and then uh, is the baby. That's my head cannon.
1: Oh, oh that's really okay. cute. Uh, And my favorite villager right now is Diana, who is uh, Luna Lovegood if she was a sheep.
5: I have oh. Diana. She just moved in. She's great. She's she's so great. Oh, she's, I need
7: her on my island. She's I, I like very Lovegood.
5: Good. She's got a very stylish house, and um, she brings a bit of class. I think to the village.
7: <laughs>
1: yeah,
5: Lord oh, knows my uh, my island needs it. <laughs>
3: brian i also have phoebe is she obsessed with like spa stuff on your island too no mine to be like really into bathing
2: oh huh. no mine definitely <laughs> isn't well as as for my uh villager story uh, i have i have uh, said goodbye to both of my original villagers deirdre the deer and uh, teddy the bear wow obvious much um they were nice <laughs> they were fine Something that I discovered later on was that your original villagers will never quite upgrade the interiors of their house, and so it will always look like a rather sparse um, uh, 19-year-old bachelor, uh, where it, there's like mm-hmm. a table and maybe a sleeping bag and a TV, and that's about it. Um, so, not for aesthetic reasons, but just because I wanted to keep, you know, seeing who would filter through, uh, I, I decided to let them go when they decided that they wanted to go um and very very shortly after my original villagers I got Wendy I got Poppy I got Rex the lion who I keep forgetting is is around because he's so laid back I mean he is he is a lion with the the countenance of Garfield and will say stuff like <laughs> the best part of taking a nap in a tree is how the tree puts you on the ground just before you wake up and I mean come on like that's you need, you just need a, a lovable easygoing uh, lion who just doesn't really care about much of anything um i've also got o'hare who is uh tom haverford from parks and recreation but a rabbit oh my gosh he is uh wow. he is an influencer he is full of himself he's like you know what is up amigo and treat yourself treat yourself <laughs> sebastian I, 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 in the house i fully expect commish. him i fully expect him to keep saying stuff like treat yourself because he's talking about his fashion line and he's talking about you know how he's oh racking gosh. up all these views. It is, it is literally an Aziz Ansari character in a rabbit. Um, I've also got Portia. Uh, she's a dog. She is snooty. Uh, she calls me ruffian, and I love her. She's wonderful. Oh, uh, it, it, she's she's just delightful, uh, and she's very stylish. And I love all the furniture in her house. And she's she's so classy and cool and neat. Um, the uh, the couple of newer additions that I've gotten one of them was the result of my girlfriend having to say goodbye to a villager that she liked but she she was she she is sunk twice as much time as I've put into this game and I've put a quite a bit of time into this game um and she got fixated on villager mix and there was one in particular that she wanted that maybe an amiibo card arrived in the mail that she was using to get and she had to make the unfortunate decision to get rid of peanut a pop star personality squirrel a cousin to poppy if you will she was very sad she was very very sad and so i did something uh that i'm sure we will get into and i will admit to fully um because i needed to evict someone and his name was boyd and boyd is a gorilla who was constantly uh he could not understand why people were offended by things that he said and he apologized for people being offended by things that he said. And there were there were literal like MRA insult type things that he was saying um, where it was like, uh, you know, I guess I'm just too old fashioned. I guess I just offend people who don't understand me. And I just hated him. Um, and Wendy would constantly complain about him. Wendy and Ava, Ava, the the hen would complain about him uh, giving them spoilers, which he should have just been evicted for that. He was the worst. He had to go. Yes. So I called up Emmett Brown and I began time traveling uh, to keep re-rolling who wanted to leave every 15 days. And finally, after about six hours of doing this, finally Boyd Whoa. the gorilla decided that he wanted to leave. And boy, did I not stop him.
0: <sighs>
2: and then I got Peanut, uh, who was in boxes at my girlfriend's island. And now everything on my island is full of harmony. Uh, and I recently got uh, Rowan, a tiger, who calls people Mango. And that is uh, the oh. name of one of my girlfriend's cats. And he is also an orange cat. And so Rowan has, has helped make my island harmonious and perfect. Uh, and I, I love the villagers I've got. But who knows? It, when I get too bored with this game, I find new things to do. And one of the other ways that I find new things to do is by playing with friends. Something that, uh, in particular, Tiff was talking about earlier. That I wanted to double back to let's talk about playing with other people either sharing islands with people in some cases or just having people over to your island how that changed the dynamic of the game for you um, how it has made the game richer and better and mo- even more personal for you uh, for my part speaking of my girlfriend uh, she lives in Toronto I live in Texas generally she spends a good chunk of time at a time down here and then she goes back up to Canada uh, for a little bit and comes back down here. Um, that isn't an option uh, there. There was an option just before lockdowns began and so on and borders closed that she was on one of those scheduled. She was she was going to head down this way and we decided it was probably better for her to stay in a country with decent healthcare. care. Uh, and so we have been going on dates and we have been re-landscaping each other's islands and trading uh, different things and friends of hers who've given her things that have come from who knows where have mysteriously appeared on my island and suddenly I've got green mums. Um, so what, what is the experience of playing with other people and visiting people who you can't see for whatever reason because of the way that things are, or that even even if uh, things were the way they were six months ago, you wouldn't necessarily be hopping on a plane uh, every couple of weeks to go visit James just because you hear uh, the food's great over in Scotland. Uh, what's What's it been like playing with other people in Animal Crossing, Brian?
1: My brother is in lockdown in New Jersey, and I'm in Boston. So we spend a lot of time in Animal Crossing together. Trujia's sister, similarly, we you know go on Skype or Zoom, and we all hang out together. Uh, we live in a house with five people right now, and three of us have switches. So my favorite thing to do uh, is we are all together in the living room with each of our individual switches. And we are visiting each other's islands and hanging out and there's no uh, phone call or anything to keep track of. There's no freaking Nintendo Switch Online app to keep track of. Mm. Uh, It is so, so nice to share all the things that we've done on our island with other people. And I think my number one experience with uh, Animal Crossing socially has been with incomparable people, where we ha- we made a separate Slack channel because, like you said, Moisés, in the beginning, we sound like raving lunatics if uh, we spend <laughs> if we clog up the video game
2: channel with things like turnips and flowers. So we separated it out. I don't, I don't one know, I don't know we spend, that we I don't know that we stopped sounding like that to some people. <laughs> we have
1: stopped annoying Jason with uh, turnips and flowers. I like to think uh, that we entertained and- him. And we spent like six or seven hours going back and forth to people's islands and just hanging out and it was spectacular. And dressing up
3: in outfits for each other. Yes. So yes. Was, <laughs> well, I mean, let,
2: let, let me let me take us back. Uh, since you brought this up, let me take you back to the, this. It, it was a it was a Saturday. I will never forget where we yeah. went. Oh, an eight hour Saturday. What, I'll never hold, forget. <laughs> oh, it was uh, spoilers, so... Tiff. Jeez. Oh, I'm
3: sorry. I'm sorry. You no, can well, edit this. Well, well,
2: you, no, you, nah, I'm not going to because this is funnier. Uh. We, we said, oh, let's uh let's spend a free hour jumping over to each other's islands. It'll only hey, take. Hey, what are you guys long. doing
7: this afternoon? We'll just like hang out and water everybody's flowers. Now, okay, so Moises, you have to say like why it matters that we that other people come and water flowers on your well,
2: island? This this is something that that you uh, either discover from reading quote unquote spoilers or from somebody telling you. But the more people who are not you that water rewater the flowers on your island the higher the likelihood that you are going to get new flowers the next day, which is especially important for various hybrid varieties of things. And this is something that some of us knew and we thought, oh, this would be good. But we didn't quite get just how much it was going to rapidly accelerate the propagation of flowers on our islands. And so going into it, we thought, oh, this would be fun and we can see each other's islands. And it ended up, for me at least, um, changing my particular pocket obsession of the moment, which we'll, we'll talk about pocket obsessions in a bit. but uh that that one lost saturday (laughs) that that eight hours later we found ourselves on the other side of a grand adventure across many islands across this unnamed ocean um it just
3: uh, pick up put down party part of it too that was perfect oh my
1: god i shared my screen for my switch with my streaming box and showed everyone
2: everything in my inventory
1: that people could pick up and put down
2: Uh, so, uh, so uh, Brian, keep going. T- uh, tell us, tell us about this the the community aspect of things, and uh, and and what what it's been for you, and what some of the discoveries have been that you've come across doing it. So, of course, you can just call a friend up on the
1: phone and spend some time catching up, or talking, or talking about current events, or not talking about current events uh, deliberately. And I feel like Animal Crossing being the medium for that is one of the greatest things that this game can contribute to humanity in general. Because, you know, you can hang out and do things separately. The moments where you're not constantly talking and you're both, I don't know, fishing or digging up fossils or anything like that, you don't always have to be chattering. I mean, it's ironic saying that on the podcast, but, you know, there are times where the silences mean more than... uh, uh, Than the talking when you're spending hours and hours and hours with your friends long distance in the same way that you would if you were together in the same room and I think that's the value that Animal Crossing is bringing to uh, humanity right now.
3: The communicate. Oh, go ahead. ahead. No,
1: yeah, I
2: was I was literally throwing it to you.
3: Ha <laughs> ha! All right, um, <laughs> the communication aspect of it too is really very charming. Like we almost develop our own language. When you're playing this game with friends, and it's a it's a combination of kind of like spinning and um, (laughs) twirling umbrellas if it's raining, or uh, yeah, doing doing the little reactions and and running around someone in circles, and then trying to get them to follow you somewhere when you're not like actually talking to them. You're just kind of your characters are on screen together, and it's it's almost like bees communicating. You know, they're like (laughs) doing their little (laughs) bee dance with each other, and it's so funny that we all kind of learn this language instinctively it's like oh yes running around in circles means thank you if you're thinking about something and you drop like a leaf out of yourself uh that that's an indication of this is for you or you, you know you can catalog this or there's just there there's ways of communicating with each other on this little essentially silent video game island that you are moving around and, and all you get is kind of a circle of reactions that you can make and most of them are so subtle it's even difficult to actually see them but in general we've we've developed this way of communicating that is just so charming and wonderful and we know that like if someone's staying still they're like you know, away from keyboards. So they're not going to be responding, but you just like leave bags of money on their Island as tips. Uh, so there's these little charming things that have become the social communication guide for how you, you act and how you interact with people on each other's islands. And the, the, I guess the, the protocol sometimes like, you know, what's allowed, what's not allowed. Like there's all these, these, these things that developed, um, in order to socialize with this platform. And it's kind of amazing.
2: Kathy.
4: I. I love the low pressure situation. Like, yes, we can come and spend eight hours and it's so much fun and invigorating and uplifting, but we also can say, Hey, reds on my Island. And there's three pieces of real art here. You can only buy one at a time. Can anybody come? I will give you the bells, buy this art so I can have it in my uh museum. And immediately, sure. Yes, I'll be there. It's usually James, which I greatly appreciate, uh, <laughs> yeah. being my my art mule. Um but James loves to be shopping.
3: It's
2: yeah, true. always be shopping. shopping. James be shopping.
3: <laughs> and and or I Ka- love- or Kathy,
2: it's me going, Hey, can you come over and buy this fake blue Rosetta Stone? Because I'm sure Tiff wants it. Right. Yes. Right?
4: Yeah. <laughs>
3: if it's blue, it's... Tiff wants
4: it. <laughs> I love. I love that there's these micro interactions that happen. Um. That there's no pressure. There's no huge. Okay. Let me put aside this full hour to hang out with you. So much as hey, I, there's something in my shop that I think you'd appreciate. Do you want it? If not, that's cool too. But come on over and buy and feel free to you know whatever if you have the time. But there's no like obligation of okay my my island will be up and running but i'm you know working so feel free to drop by do whatever you want or we can play together and interact and and catalog or whatever and there's always just those little bits of interaction that i realized how much i was missing um you know i'm not going to the grocery store and talking to the three people that i know anymore because we're in we're getting what's on our list and we're leaving Um, there's not, you know, the chatting at dance class anymore with the other moms. There's none of those little micro interactions that really fill my life so that this has kind of replaced that. And it just, I'm sorry, I'm getting emotional. (laughs) um who who had crying over animal crossing
7: on their bingo card it's it's my
2: entire bingo card matter of fact it's the free space
3: right in the middle are you kidding
7: yes (laughs) yeah exactly that's that that's that's Um, a done deal and i think another piece of this that helps is that a lot of it is compounded by i think all of us are primarily home-based people anyway like work out of home like even in the before times, like weren't commuting to an office every day and interacting with people in an office every day anyway. So for like, at least for me, that's been another avenue of interaction that's been really great has been doing this. And like, if you had told me even in January of this year that like, you are going to spend an afternoon in a video game, watering flowers on other people's <laughs> islands. And at some point, someone's going to hand you a pair of charity shorts i still would be laughing at that person thank you tiff um i i would still be laughing at that person going this is a ridiculous proposition there is no way this is a thing that is anyone's idea of a good time and it was the best time and i had no idea like all of you were sort of saying i i had no idea how enjoyable this was gonna be until until we were doing it you know and looked up and i think i think we ended up ending TIFF because you were like, everyone at my house is starving and I need
0: to go. <laughs> they need to eat.
7: <laughs> like, they've started insistent, insisting on dinner instead of just suggesting it. So I think I have to leave. And when the, I think that's when we were all like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah the
2: we're the all very hungry exists. and have to use the bathroom. <laughs> right? Yeah. Well, Kelly, Kelly, to your point, you know, if you told me in January that I would spend an entire afternoon... Because of the calming effect, pulling weeds on a virtual island of a friend of mine who lives in Oregon, and while I get you know an HOA violation notice for not pulling weeds in my own front yard, <laughs> I wouldn't have believed you. But that's that's my that's just my life now, uh, Tiff. And, and my
7: island still appreciates that afternoon.
2: By the way, uh, you're very welcome, T- Tiff and Kathy. Uh, something on this note that I wanted to ask you both about is having having your kids involved in your island. What has that experience been like for the two of you? Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> your lovely wonderful oh children no. who you love so much
4: love them so much
3: <laughs> no, no no i i initially i was really upset that i had to let him onto my island i'm like <laughs> you crawl all over me you demand things from me like there's it's a and constant, then you steal my island yeah, it's too? like we're locked in the same house for longer than we've ever been together since you were born like now you have to be on my Animal Crossing Island? Are you kidding me? Because every single store is out of switches and we can't get you your own. Because I was going to do that. I was just going to be like, you know what? We're just going to get another switch because I can't have this. I need some space. But it turned out he is very, very kind on my island. He's very respectful of the things that are around. We leave each other little gifts. Um, It's kind of nice having someone else that is a human on your island to interact with um i do feel a little bad because i don't want to make any uh you know planning board decisions he's he's not on <laughs> the zoning board committee at all he's <laughs> just a resident <laughs> but i do make sure that i set him up with kind of a really nice area he's up on the hill all nice but he's still on the residential side he's not in like the beach town where i am <laughs> he's <laughs> not in management <laughs> it is you know you got you got to have limits um But uh, overall, it's been um, quite nice, especially when, you know, we're sitting down, the two of us, and we're playing the game together. It's It's a nice little bonding time because he's so obsessed with Minecraft right now, and we play tons of Minecraft together, but sitting down and playing Animal Crossing is just a totally different kind of chill. And it's nice that he's there.
6: And it's also
3: kind of nice to sometimes commandeer his account and use him for things. Like if I need to get something <laughs> done and he has like the extra abilities on the island. they're like little things like I use them to water flowers more because now there's two people that I can use on my own mm. island to water flowers if I'm trying to get something specific. And that's pretty useful. Um, we do often have arguments of don't shake my money tree. So
2: <laughs> <laughs> it's my but, money uh, tree, not yours, mom. <laughs>
3: Overall, it has been a good experience.
2: Kathy?
4: Uh, We really lucked out in my house. I had only been playing for maybe five or six days before I was able to access a second switch. Um, So it was easy enough to switch over and be like, the main switch is yours. Do whatever you want to the island. I've got my switch light, which is, you know, lives at my desk or by my bed or you know, in my pocket, wherever um, Kathy
2: is at all times, wherever
4: I am. Um, so the the biggest problem was trying to figure out Nintendo's multiplayer options. Mm. So we had because I bought the digital copy of the game, um, I installed it in both of them, but trying to figure out how we could visit each other without necessarily purchasing a second copy of the game which I would have done if I knew it would solve the problem turns out I just had to upgrade the internet version of the account thing which is very difficult it took multiple days and so much research to try and figure out how to make it work um But now getting to have her come over and see my island or look, come and I will bring you all of these fossils and like, let me give you these presents that I've I don't need, but make her super happy is really, really nice. Um, And she likes watching so she came in and watched a little bit like when we were playing in our you know marathon because she's like what the heck is going on and she really liked seeing everyone's islands and all the personalities and the clothing options and stuff and she's kind of moved on and is doing other things now but every so often we still get to have these will you come you know weed my island for me yes honey i will come and play with you
3: I do like the aspect that they have on the game that you can send each other mail. And that's just not yes. just for your mm. residents that like live on your island. So like, I'll send my son little gifts in the mail, like anything that's purple mm. or something that I find, I send it over to him cause that's his favorite color. Um, and I love that you can do that with all of your friends and it's a great way to stay in touch and communicate. Or if you found an item that you know that someone's been looking for or that they need, you can send it over in the mail. Like there's so many cute little touches like that, that just encourage all of these interactions between people and players that it makes it so much fun. Yes.
2: Yeah. I, I love the, I love the unlimited nature of things such that when I go, I've got loads and loads of bells I don't need. James probably wants a TV sure here james have a tv (laughs) (laughs) and and it was much
5: appreciated um (laughs) i mean that was like one of the the earliest interactions i would say and in fact like i blame tiff for getting me into this game because we were talking about (laughs) doing something much like this but we said we were saying "Ah, we should probably play this animal crossing thing and we got into it and i think it was one of the I think she was the first visitor to come to my island and I was, mm-hmm. like, slightly ahead and I had a museum or something. And we came around and we just kind of walked slowly around all the different bits of the museum, stilping and looking at things. And it was all, you know, pantomime reactions and stuff. And by the end of that, and, you know, she toured the island and stuff, I was like, wow, that actually kind of moved me in some way that I don't, can't articulate. I think it's like I haven't had this social interaction of, like, just going out. And you know, do you know going out and exploring somewhere? It's uh, also
3: kind of that childhood feeling of when you want to show off to someone, you know, yes. about mm-hmm. something that you've spent a lot of time making and creating. Yeah, and I don't know any other game that you can really do this with um, there are you know ways to do it in other g- I'm thinking Minecraft yeah everything is going to go back to Minecraft my house is so Minecraft um anyway <laughs> yeah. so, but like that's what's so nice is that it gives you that opportunity like when I went to James's Island it was so great looking around and seeing all of the time and effort and the thought and the care that he put into building all of this world. And the world.
4: creativity, In the, the crea- ideas.
3: And the, mm-hmm, the way different people choose to do things and what they like and what they don't like and how they put it all together. It's like this wonderful glimpse inside of the way that your friends play a game. And for all of us who are game people getting to share that together. Like we all understand that the effort that you put into and the time that you put into playing a game and building something, like we're all putting hundreds of hours into this game and having someone else show up and appreciate all of that effort and not just be like, ah, you're playing a game. Like, you know, you're just playing (laughs) around. It's kid stuff. It's almost like showing off Lego, right? Like you put in the time and effort to, to do something extraordinary with Lego. And a lot of people will look at that and be like, ah, it's kid stuff. But like, that's what this game is it's like building and it's creating and showing that off to your friends is really satisfying and fun because they actually get it Mm -hmm.
7: yeah i have um because i host a week i I host a podcast every weekday and uh one of the people who shows up on the podcast regularly also plays animal crossing and i went to my mailbox one day and he had sent me the microphone and said (laughs) it's for recording tdo and i was like that's the nicest thing yeah never tell yeah never tell him that i that i shared that because uh like he'll just get in trouble but <laughs> 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 he'll just get grief about it from other people but like i just thought it was really awesome and like the the opportunity like you said to to have those little interactions with other people is super great
2: true how about you
7: Yeah.
6: So I think the social interaction in this game, like, I mean, it's basically what everyone has just said that like all of our lives are so topsy-turvy right now. And like having low stakes socialization with people is like so, so, so nice. But I also think that like, um, Brian touched on this a little bit earlier, but my twin sister is like stuck at home right now. She like had just graduated from her grad degree and like had gotten her dream job on broadway and then like all of a sudden she was like living with my parents again after quarantine happened um and so you know she wasn't doing great and so being able to be like okay hi here's our early birthday present i'm gonna buy you this game i think and like now we play animal crossing together like for three hours every single night like without fail we do that and i think that like having that connection and being able to like talk about things that are not (laughs) the horrible depressing world with which we like live in um has been like so phenomenal and being able to show her this game especially because she like wasn't sold on it she was kind of like I don't know if that's gonna be for me um but now like she plays it every single day and like so have I um and also my birthday was last month and I had like Gosh, I didn't actually count. I must have had, like, 40 people over to my island. I just wanted to show off, so I gamified it a little bit, and I just, like, posted on Facebook, and I was like, hi, it's my birthday, because I, like, I always have a party for my birthday, so I was definitely feeling bummed out that I couldn't, like, celebrate that way. And so I was like, okay, I really want to show off my island, so I'm going to post a Dodo code, and for, like, three or four hours, I'm just going to, like opened my gates, and then I, like, hid, um, all across the island, like, little bags of 99,000 bells, um, just for, like, people to find and take, um, and it was just so fun. It was such a good time, and I got, like, so many really good presents from my friends, um, and yeah, I feel like it's made, like, socializing with people so much more enjoyable instead of like going through the same like oh how are you i am bad how are you i am also bad um so yeah (laughs) instead it's like i'm
2: bad have a piano
4: right instead (laughs) it's i'm bad here is a harp (laughs) (laughs) and her island is gorgeous and the birthday party was absolutely amazing
1: Thanks. I know we've all praised uh, Animal Crossing's online things, but I think Trouge and I both have been like, I wish there was more for multiple people to do on an island at any given time, like an activity in the game. So I think it's super cool that you invented your own little game of explore my island, find all the rooms and scenes and find 100,000 bells as you do. I think that's so cool of you, Trouge.
6: Yeah, because I wanted people to come over, but I was also kind of like, how, like, what, like how are people going to be able to just, like, explore? And I was like, oh, this will give, like, an incentive for people to poke around. Um, And I was really, really pleased with the way that it worked and, and happened.
2: If if uh, if I'm not wrong, I, I think I helped induct your sister into the billionaire club.
6: Oh, my God, yes. Yes, you did, because she visited your island.
2: So let's talk about turnips, because we couldn't avoid talking about turnips.
1: Turn- <laughs> let's talk nips. Let's talk Let, about the nips.
2: Let's talk about them nips. Uh, I knew t- I knew Tiff would be nice very surprise. excited about this. <laughs> I'm always excited about nips. Turnips, turnips, watch them rise. <laughs> uh-huh. Hi. Uh, turnips in this game. Uh, even people who may have already played it, uh, but certainly people who have not played it, who've been listening to our rantings and ravings thus far, uh, turnips have been a part of the games for for some time. But uh, now that now that we have an an internet extra connected game like this and we have things like turnip profit and turnip exchange and all sorts of uh black market uh dealerships that have sprung up around this it is literally the stock market it's not the black market but i'm saying there's a there's a seedy underbelly to this stock market uh that is sometimes more seedy than others um what what has everyone's experience with turnips been have you dug into uh turnips in a big way (laughs) um, <laughs> I mean, I, I'm uh, I'm I'm as successful as I am today because of how successful with turnips I've been. Uh, Kelly, what what has your turnip life been?
7: Uh, my turnip life has been occasionally checking to see what the price is and reporting back to everyone in Slack that it's crap. Uh, I that's all I've done. I I haven't gotten into the turnip stuff because I keep I keep pondering it. Like every Sunday, I'm like, is today the day I get into the stock market? And which, by the way, like the stuff like that in the game cracks me up. Like, I'm a sucker for a terrible joke. Like,
2: are you still laughing yeah. at the sea bass jokes? I'm not. Okay. But like, Good. Red showed up were. on my
7: island and red is a fox. And I remember texting my friend and went, really? They sent me red and he's a fox. Isn't that a little on the nose? And then he replied back. Oh, my God, I just got that. Um so uh, I haven't done a lot with turnips and part of it is because I watch it all go by in slack and I'm like I can't be any part of that I have to get like my villagers houses all together and I haven't sat and done a ton of grinding or anything to be like uh financially comfortable enough comfortable enough to (laughs) get into the stock market so I I uh, haven't done it yet, and I haven't gotten any sort of exceptional prices in my shop either, and I wonder if part of that is because I'm not actually buying any yet.
2: Well, Kelly, we're going to have to change that, because today's your lucky day. I'm going to just bring you two <laughs> million bells when we finish this, <laughs> okay. or while we're still recording. Who cares? This, this I was going to say, game.
7: everyone's online right now. Don't Yeah, have to yeah I, now. I,
2: I've been playing. I, yeah. I, I jumped yeah. in and was checking my villagers' names, because I've been neglectful. Oh my
4: neglectful. gosh, you guys. Really? Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. important
2: I feel, I
3: feel a little betrayed right now honestly it's <laughs> the only
4: reason i could remember any names including what my own in my passport was yep, my same. island name i couldn't remember
7: i almost said it's in your passport in your phone yeah these are <laughs> secret switchers oh my
1: god i mean i don't understand tiff the switch is way over there and it can't really leave your tv it's really hard
5: to move it anywhere so it's fine <sighs> <laughs> No, we're just professionals, you see, and we didn't want to be distracted when we're doing this podcast. So, you know.
7: I saw you show up online, James, you're not fooling anyone. That's not me. <laughs> Somebody
5: else has control of my character as we speak.
2: True I I too have accused James of the same thing while the the uh the assistant to the regional flower manager has been the one controlling said switch. So you know, I'm the assistant, trust you. Me. Oh, you're the assistant. She <laughs> is the regional flower manager. Truja, what what what's your turnip life been?
6: Okay, so here's the thing about turnips. They take <laughs> up so much space on your island, and if you have more than 15 of them outside of your house, it drops your star rating from five star to four stars. So the thing is, I, I think as of today, because we're, we're recording this on a Saturday and tomorrow we can buy turnips... I think I might not buy turnips for like the first time because I now just like fully furnished my whole house, including my basement. And I just don't want to like tear it all down to have storage space for turnips. Um, In the past, I've been kind of casual with it because I've just been kind of like, oh, as long as I break even, I kind of don't care. Um, And I just like have happened to have a really good community of people, including the people on this call to know that like probably i'll at least break even if not double if not triple or quadruple or the five one um so quintuple (laughs) quintuple thank you thank you very much which is the way to the best one
2: (laughs) sextuple
6: um yeah never that one though gosh um so (laughs) um so yeah that's kind of in my experience i think that i might be done i'm kind of a billionaire i like I don't have as many bells as I would consider you need to be like a like proper billionaire. What's the threshold? But Tell us.
2: What do you what I mean, you the need number to a headcanon.
6: I feel like in my head I wanted to stop at 10 million bells. Um that, right now ten, I have more like 5 million bells, but I was also kind of like I I can't do this anymore, especially because like, you know, when you log in, like, in the morning, like, I don't know, I should be working. I ta- I do it on my breaks. It's not like I am just, like, playing during work. But I was also kind of like, I can't have this, like, take this much space in my mind at this juncture.
2: James, are you done with turnips? Are you rich enough? Or can you never be rich enough?
5: Well, I, I got to the 10 million point and last week, and I was like, I'm out. Because it's turnips you know money is a great thing um i think we can all agree but (laughs) it's the stress involved that i was starting to get to me and it was like you know you're buying more and more i believe the term is bricks um which is uh, the the term for a complete inventory's worth of turnips so you know you've got people buying three four seven brian uh bricks (laughs) worth of turnips and call me out why don't you (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and it, it's just like, and you'd be going through the week and people would be like, "Um, I've got a lead on a 400. And you're like, yeah, on a, on a Tuesday, 400 now, nah. you know, I, I, I think I can do better than that. And then it's, you know, by Friday night, it's, you're getting a slightly more desperate. You're getting you're the like, sweats, nah, you're getting those sweats. Get you know, I've shifted like two, two bricks worth uh, on... For four hundred, so I've broken even. That's fine. So everything else is profit. And these things, as you say, they're everywhere. It's like I've designed this beautiful house and with beautiful furniture, all perfectly placed. And in every single empty space in every room, there is a turnip. And it's just too much. <laughs> <laughs> and you've got to you've got to get them out. And you know you can't put them outside, as we said, because we've got to have that five star rating to get our lily of the valleys growing. And yeah. So, like, we've got to shift these and eventually you shift them and then there's this sort of feeling of, like, relief and ease, um, especially if you've shifted them, like, midweek at a good price. Um, And the other thing we should talk about is there's things like turnip profit where you can put in what you got last week and then what you're starting to get through the week. And it knows that there's a certain number of patterns that people get for their own turnip prices. And it'll say, you know, you have a... Uh, 95% chance of a large spike that could be 600 or something on Tuesday and then you tell everyone like your close friends first of course you know right. there's a sort of pecking order we we'll, we'll go into our little slack channel and we'll say you know uh, i've got you know i've got 500 and something and if you want to, if you want to shift some turnips and then <laughs> once once your close friends have been then maybe I don't want to say this. Maybe we will go to the member Slack and uh, the tier two and say... You definitely want to say that because this is going to encourage members <laughs> well, and to get in here's on the, thing the, is, the turnip
7: is If you're a member, yes. you can get in on our... Yeah. I can't, and, I, I like can't, dodo codes brain. and gates and stuff. Yeah.
2: I can't count the I, number of times... You can go to give us your that, effing turnips.com. <laughs> I, can't, <laughs> I, can't, uh, I can't tell you the number of times uh, members have bailed me out when I'm right up against the end of a week and I haven't found a decent price for turnips and i've you know i've loaded back up again because i'm a crazy billionaire who just gives away all kinds of stuff so i keep loading up on turnips to keep keep my scrooge mcduck vault uh nice and fat uh yeah it, the, the
5: the the members have been a blessing and a half yes uh we love our listeners um but it mm-hmm. it, it was the the once you've once you've shifted it the the feeling of ease i realized I could have this feeling all week if I just wasn't doing
7: this. (laughs) You can, I'm here to tell you.
5: And so like, I've got, you know, like 10, 11 million bells. Um, That's going to fund me. I I was like trying to work out how much do I spend on an average day? I'm like, I'm doing accounting for this game. I've got, you know, I've had (laughs) spreadsheets for this game. So it's like, how much are you spending? Okay, well, this is going to last me, you know, like a long time. I just out. I don't want it. I, you know, it's it's easy for the for the for the the the, uh, the rich to say that they don't need to play the the stock market anymore. But um, yeah, I I I don't know why they put it in the game because for an otherwise chill game, I mean, it's this and the the tarantulas and the scorpions. Oof. I mean, those are the things that cause stress in this game, and everything else is a nice relaxing time. Um, if so, there
3: wasn't the stressors, how would you know what the chill was? Right?
4: Uh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, <It's laughs> the sunshine after the rain. Mm-hmm.
2: Kathy, how do you feel about turnips? How do you feel about stressors like turnips?
4: Yeah. So I started out like Kelly and I was very much like, I don't understand this. I don't want to understand this. I'm going to stay away and just grind through. And then I realized that the pressure of my home loan was weighing me down significantly um and i was like okay i'll play but of course i didn't have a lot of money um a a lot of bells so i was you know doing my about you know one inventory's worth i was fighting for you know oh once i got 89 bells purchase price and i was super excited and i bought you know ten thousand dollars worth of turnips which was not a lot um and then, a gracious billionaire came by and was like, "Hey, you want a loan?" I'm like, "No, I'm good, no really. you want a loan no i'm fine i'm I'm okay uh no, really, you want a loan okay um and uh our his royal highness Moises, brought um the bells oh, no. over uh and then I went in hard. <laughs>
0: So the, the Fresh Prince of
7: Bel-Air is responsible for your current bell situation. Yep, basically, or, Scrooge, basically. Scrooge yeah, I
5: sure do. Yeah. Um, is and... this like the, the first uh, load of turnips is free. But
4: <laughs> Exactly. And so for the next like <laughs> three or four weeks, I went in hard on the bells and was able to pay off my house. I didn't have to worry about my star rating because I'm still only three stars, so that wasn't a problem. So turnips were everywhere. Um, And now my house is paid off. And once I hit 10 million bells, I was like, "Okay, I don't have to do this anymore. And the relief just wafted away. Um, I paid back my my uh, loan as much as he would accept. Um, I made you
2: buy a crown.
4: Yes, he made me buy a crown, which then I have purchased crowns for other people in the future. Yes, Um, we
2: are all royalty in this game.
4: Yes, because everyone deserves a crown in their life, whether you want the big, massive one or the tiny, delicate one, whichever you prefer, you deserve a crown. I wanted um, the
5: big, massive one.
4: <laughs> <laughs> but it's 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 nice to know that it's possible and it's nice to have the multiple networks. Um, I have another group of friends that I, I am connected with and you have other friends? I know. I'm sorry. Wait. None of them are as cool as you. <laughs>
2: Trudge, please note it for the meeting later. We will be
4: discussing <laughs> this. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to like, break the rules. Just love you, guys. <laughs> but it was nice to know that, yes, I could always sell my turnips if I needed to. But not having to need to right now is pretty, pretty great. Um, so I'm thankful that I did it. I'm thankful that I don't need to do it again unless I need more bells, but right now I'm pretty set. I'm good.
2: Yeah, the, the combination of the way that James described uh, turnips and their insidious nature and and part of what Kathy said, you know, mixing in the jargon and everything, it makes all of the turnip stuff feel like it's a Guy Ritchie movie. Like, <laughs> Noah geezer, he got turnips for 530. 530, I got rid of free bricks yesterday at 237. What's going on? Oh, I, I'm gonna I'm kill myself. Um, yeah, it just, uh, it it is, it is a, it is a Guy Ritchie crime drama if you let it be. (laughs) And, uh, and it can be radically lower stress if you let it be. It is, it is so subjective, just like so many different parts of this game. Uh, Tiff, uh, how, how about you and M Nips?
3: Oh, well, uh, I got my first Nip Million, um, just recently. I have not paid off my house. I have not (laughs) even finished building my house completely out yet. Um, I just, I dabbled a little bit and it was fun and it is like a lot of um slack channel trolling because i'm also mm-hmm. over at like the pen Addict slack so i'm in their uh, animal crossing as well and so like i'm jumping between that the members and here and it's like trying to find the best bell price and getting into it and Uh, A couple times it was great. One time I had a spike on my island, and so that was like a really fun experience having everyone come over. um, You know, just kind of leaving the gates open and being like, "Go ahead, go sell." It was that was nice. It it felt good to have gone to someone else's island to sell uh, turnips and get a good price, and then be able to essentially return the favor. That feels really good. It feels like there's a community involved. And again, it brings back that aspect of, of sharing things and being courteous and having this whole social network going on that is just centered around, you know, selling turnips in a video game, which is so charming and fun. (laughs) Um, and in general, I have, uh, I've basically taken a little break from selling turnips, not because I have enough money. I certainly don't. I'm still out there grinding those bugs, which for anyone who has no idea what I'm talking about, I'm just catching like really expensive butterflies and selling them. And, but what I did do for my turnips is I built a secret vault, which I know is lowering my star rating because it's outside, but it's kind of fun. I dug a maze through some tunnels and I have like some fences up and then I, I, you have to find the secret entrance and get through and walk through the little maze. And then there's all my turnips sitting outside. So that was a fun part of <laughs> building my weird you know hoarder vault um so there's that uh, but right now the vault is empty and i feel okay about that because i'm busy with other things that's the thing about this game is that you kind of have to choose what you're going to focus on if you try and do everything at the same time yes it becomes so overwhelming even though they restrict your playing like brian was saying earlier in the episode how they kind of force you because of the way the time is and it, it's an actual day and you have to do construction and it takes an entire day to get something done and so you had to wait till tomorrow for the construction to be done for a game that restricts you there is really so much to do that if you focus on everything it becomes completely overwhelming
5: so that waiting for construction to being done mm, mm. kind of didn't um when i so the thing that annoys me most so i've we can get into what our islands look like later, but I was trying to move some houses around and I needed to move them one square to the left. And to do that, oh
6: no. you oh.
5: need to move the house somewhere else and then move it back. So that's two days worth of just to move it one and square. And a lot
3: of and money. And a hundred thousand uh, bells. And a hundred
5: thousand bells. And Plus uh, 20,000
3: because you have to demolish them, right? Right. So, like, that costs money too.
5: It's just so frustrating so there was a point where i was just in the last stages of trying to move stuff and get them to align and i realized one thing was one out and of course everything has to be perfect you know there has to be like (laughs) the right symmetry the right layout you know i'm just not going to accept the fact that this this path going up here is too wide but the thing it's going to is three wide so it's going (sighs) to be slightly off anyway um And you can't put
3: path under your mailbox.
4: Yes.
5: Anyway, (laughs) I I kind of went a dark way. um, Oh, no. And I I started looking into what was involved with time travel.
6: A customized approach? (laughs) Well...
5: (laughs) So whenever
6: you watch YouTube videos about Animal Crossing, they'll say like, oh, for traditional players, this will take you five days. But for uh, more customized, for players using a more <laughs> customized approach, this will take you an hour.
5: So I only did it a little bit uh, for that. For this, I only <laughs> broke the laws of space and time a bit.
7: Well, I just bent them, really.
5: So yeah. what you, I mean, what you do is I'm sure many people know this is you basically you quit the game out and you can change the time on the system clock on the Switch to the next day, and then you run the game, and the game starts as if it is the next day. The game knows that you're doing this, though. Um, you know, it's uh, if you have turnips, uh, those turnips will spoil. because if you go backward, it, but only if you go backward. But you have to go backward, because otherwise you're stuck in the future forever, and it's just weird. Um, <laughs> and there were people who were going back, like... The traditional time traveler thing of go back, invest some money in a bank account, travel back. your own grandfather. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Get your parents back together. Mm -hmm. And then you uh, would get all this interest. And so Nintendo, like the most real world thing in this game is when I got an email from like the The bank of bank. Telling me that they had reduced interest rates because of economic <gasps> conditions, and I'm like, "Please, this oh, is yeah. this yeah. is too real." But the reason that they were doing that was because to stop the people who were time traveling and making obscene amounts of uh, interest. Anyway, so I only did a little, little tiny bit, so I don't feel too guilty. But uh, you weren't full <laughs> on pulling a Biff Tannen, no.
1: Yeah, the reason I haven't time traveled is because it spoils turnips, and I, uh, <laughs> I have lots of turnips. I'm <laughs> trying not to do that. The Brian, reason tell I haven't us-
3: time traveled is because I haven't figured it out.
4: That's <laughs> 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 me! That's me! And also, I'm okay not figuring it out. I like, uh, w- once again, I'm transitioning into the more calm, like, relaxed manner. I just, you know, ruined a bridge, and now I have to wait until it gets built again to go and... Swap out a new bridge because, of course, you have to completely demolish and lose all of the bells that were put into a bridge to get an upgraded bridge. But I'm not better at all.
3: No, the reason I end up not doing it was because I found out you had to do the whole switch time change. Like, it's actually on the system. That's so invasive. So I was like, nah. (laughs) So I pride you, James,
2: in taking that risk. Completely understandable to, uh, to, to avoid the risks inherent. Uh, Brian, getting into turnips is a risk in and of itself. What is uh, What is, has what is your turnip madness been like? So Truj mentioned that she shouldn't
1: be playing in the mornings because work happens and you can't really have this like on your mind while you're trying to work and do all that stuff. I was laid off at the beginning of quarantine, so I'm good. And Truj, I've pulled up my switch. How many uh, bells do I have in my savings?
6: Uh, I think it says two bells.
1: No, two. what does it say? It's savings balance there. Look at the number.
6: It is indeed uh 24 million.
1: 24 million bells. <sighs> uh can't stop won't stop. Uh Brian, Tiff,
2: yes. Welcome to the over 20 club, my friend.
0: You! Yeah!
1: Welcome. God, I love being in the same club as Moises for anything, literally anything. Uh I,
2: I, that's <laughs> the first time anyone's ever said that, but go ahead
1: i think tiff uh is the only one here that saw my ridiculous turnip garden
3: on my island i, I did i stumbled across <laughs> it and it was
6: you were like look away i'm a monster <laughs> And then you saw, like at least 10 stacks of turnips right Some some <laughs> people could have and i don't
3: know if he would have noticed
2: <laughs> brian landscapes with turnips instead of flowers brian
3: is like to hell with that star rating all turnips <laughs> as well once I, I got I uh
1: cake once I got KK and the uh, terraforming tools, I stopped caring about the star rating. Maybe one day I'll put more effort into it, but this just isn't how I play the game, uh, much to uh, my dearest darling partner, Truj's uh, detriment. Uh, she's like, I have well,
6: definitely sat Brian down and I was kind of like, can you just give me your Switch and I will decorate your house using what you have in storage? And he was kind of like, no. <laughs> yeah, so I
1: have, I, I have turnips outside, outdoors, all the way. And... I love it. This is the only thing that gives me a sense of the week anymore. I know Turnip Day is Sunday, and I know I got to start looking for, <laughs> start looking for the good the prices. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm making the rounds and all the various slacks and all the various communities, all the various text chains of people doing turnips. Um, my peak was seven inventories at once. And uh, I want to publicly thank all the people on this podcast and in our Slack who have let me take an
6: absurd number (laughs) of trips. Thank all of you enablers. Thank you. I
5: called called Brian out for his uh, seven uh, inventories worth. But I will say when Brian visited my island uh, this week, was it last week? What are weeks? Um, He tipped heavily. Each time <laughs> yeah. he came. Me too. So, yeah. It was yeah. intense.
3: I was like, this is unnecessary, but I was like you
5: <laughs> Yeah, it's like it's unnecessary, but I'll
1: And I'll really appreciate it. I will report- appreciated. <laughs> and I will repeat what I said to both of you privately in Slack. Listen, I'm making you watch this stupid freaking airplane animation seven times at once, <laughs> I'm tipping
3: it really it doesn't was, bother me i'm was, on tiktok that was the same day, that was
2: the that was the yeah. same day that i that i realized i i needed to sell turnips and i hadn't checked my turnip price and my turnip price was like double james's or something yeah
5: i think i was like 400 and you were into the high 500s and he's yeah. like i then had to apologize to all the other people it was like, <laughs> and then i had to apologize to you for feeling
2: the instinct that you needed to apologize for something that was my fault See, social interaction,
1: Animal Crossing is building up all these new ways of apologizing and interacting and forgiving and tipping, like tipping social etiquette in a freaking video game. What the heck?
2: Like- <laughs> to, to put out another admission out there, you know, James uh, James got out, got out ahead of his uh, time travel crimes, his time crimes. I, so- uh, I went into the seedy gray market world of turnip Exchange uh, that day. My first time oh, no. and my very experienced turnip bouncer girlfriend uh, came over to my island to uh, to make sure that all of these complete strangers coming to make millions and millions of bells were dropping some sort of a tip. Uh, she came over in the fox mask and a goth outfit. <sighs> <laughs> um, And I dressed up as the king and I stood behind a barrier next to the Nook's Cranny and she was standing in front of Nook's Cranny and just monitoring people. And just by oh my keeping God. my switch on, I made two million bells just sitting there. And then the weirdest thing that happened that I did not anticipate was that for the rest of the, for the next week, all of my villagers were talking about all of these random people from <laughs> islands i have <that I'd> never <laughs> heard of. And... I kid you not. One of them named their island Diarrhea.
6: Oh my wow. gosh! Family
3: friendly.
2: Yeah. yeah. So I had for a, everybody,
3: <laughs> I had a fart town come.
2: <laughs> I, I had a fart town as well. I had. I did have a fart town.
3: Maybe it's the same.
2: It very well could same have been. It was. Town. You know. Do you know Tammy from Diarrhea? No, I do not know nope. Tammy from Diarrhea. <laughs>
5: well, they the made oh. out. with some, I out don't some like.
3: serious cash. <laughs>
5: I don't like these. This the idea of having randoms come and visit my island. I've only had like you lot come, and every one of you is all like labeled best friend, so you can destroy the island. But I <laughs> well, trust I saw you all. Well, actually,
2: well this, they fence I, off like half their island, yeah. so no yeah. one can go oh, anywhere, and all you can the, do is go to the cranny and then half go back. their island. Half their island. Oh, I locked down hard. I set up. Oh, fencing. Sorry, yeah. Oh, yeah. It was. It was a funnel, like
3: a path, right to yeah. one, yeah, right to the cranny, what? and then then back. That's it
1: yeah you were building I, it when i was there selling turnips and it was uh-huh. so funny to watch
4: yeah i, like I control <laughs> i had um a really good price for a before noon time which is always the hardest because you have what three hours from when you're um or i guess four i can't math um however long it is between when the cranny opens and noon uh And I didn't discover it until like 1115. And I it was like 400 something. Um, And I started to go through the process of, okay, let me open this up to people I don't know. And I started to build the fence and I got about halfway through and I was just like, this is the stupidest thing I've ever done. (laughs) No, I need to not do this because I was spending so much time trying to get it safe people that i didn't know to come that by the time i would get it done my price would have changed and it's gonna drop down to i think it was like 60 bells after that and so i was just like nope never mind change my mind and that that mind switch of wait no this is not the correct thing to do was um i was very proud of myself for that
5: yeah one of the things in terms of times that's quite good is like When my shop closes, because I'm, you know, five or eight hours different from the rest of you, my shop closes. And I'm like, but I need to buy more things. That (laughs) makes so much more
7: sense now.
5: I need more like shoes or whatever it is that particular time I'm jonesing for. And (laughs) you've got like another, you know, another five or eight hours of the shops open. So I can come to your islands and I'm like, yeah, it's really nice to see you. I'll just go to your shop.
7: Yeah. Uh- <laughs> yes, I I have noticed like every like I will leave the gate open and I will just leave my switch sitting over there. And then I will just sort of listen to the music while I'm working and then I can hear uh like you know when it makes the when it starts the plane animation I can hear like somebody's coming and so I will go look and it's like always James. And so <laughs> <laughs> Yep. And and, it- and it's great and I love that and I love that you do and uh I Feel a little bit better about leaning on you to make sure that you picked up the panda that was available in my shop that time.
5: M- m- many people, uh, knowing my love of pandas, uh, have enabled this habit. Tiff, mm-hmm. I think, is probably the, <laughs> the extreme case. Um, people people ah, it's arrive more, on it's Pantopia. More warfare
3: at this point. <laughs> yes,
2: people arrive on Pantopia with an offering for the Lord.
3: Yes. That's how that uh, works, yes. My panda gifting is meant to be aggressive. (laughs) (laughs)
5: It it feels that way a lot of the time, really. It's like when I say, no, I I don't need any more. And it's like, oh, 13 pandas have arrived.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I believe I said
7: (laughs) I understand all the words in that sentence, James, but I don't understand that sentence. Of course, you need another panda. It's in my shop. You go now.
5: Yeah, I mean, there's some... uh, I mean, I like the the when we 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 swap things in one ways. You know, it's like, oh, I saw something nice for Tiff. I think she'd like this blue pen set or fountain pen or whatever it was. And then that there's was other
3: extraordinary. T- Thank you.
5: And then there's <laughs> other times like oh, I know this person really wants this villager. I'll send them a poster of the villager
0: <laughs> just to really rub it in. <laughs>
2: As in uh, playing Animal Crossing with friends, the time has continued to fly. There are a couple other things that I wanted to get to that I think we can. And frankly, if we'd had three people on, I think we could talk about this game for five hours. Um, yes. Tying okay. into uh, something that, that we're talking about here, are our obsessions, our fixations. Uh, real quick, if we can go around and talk about our hobbies, our fixations in the game, shift over time. But if we could rattle off, you know, some of the stuff that has been particularly big, have you gotten particularly big into hybrid flowers, into um, the obsessive moving of your of your neighbors into a neighborhood just to corral them in one place and keep them out of your way? Uh, what are the things that you have found yourself fixating on that you have felt very unique to to what you are doing? That when people come and visit you, they go, "Oh, you are doing this," or "Oh, you've done that," or "Oh, look what you have," uh, Brian. It's not very unique or interesting or visible,
1: but my favorite thing about this game is the chores the i can put on a podcast and uh just chop down all my trees and collect all my fruit and do all of that every morning without fail uh for the same reason that i do all of the dishes every night in our house and do all of our laundry every week because i like to zone out listen to a podcast and do a chore that's the one thing i've really been focusing on aside from turnips which we already talked about (laughs) tiff
3: I have constructed myself an elaborate flower walk with um, every single type of paver, basically. Well, the ones that go together, not all of them. I mean, let's not be animals.
2: <laughs> I mean, you've got Crossing. taste, okay?
3: <laughs> I mean, you have to be a little bit of an animal to play this game. Um, so, I have constructed that, which I'm pretty proud of. I also changed my um, my island song to be the portal song. <laughs> So that was pretty fun. <laughs> and it took a really, really long time to get it right on that little frog keyboard that they give you. But I did it. And I'm really, really proud of that. I've also hidden radios all over my island. Um, so as you're walking around, you just hear a radio kind of on. Again, another nod to Portal, which I think is really funny. And, Gaslight um, Island. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I think uh, and corralling my villagers, I guess, like on a hill, they have a nice little neighborhood. I'm, I'm really very pleased about my layout. Um, and I have a heart lake, which is surrounded by blue flowers, which is really nice. So it's it's more like it's finding those little touches uh, to make the place feel like your own and to put in your own little inside jokes or your own little artistry. Oh, artistry. I also do paintings in the um, little design editor app. You can make paintings. And so I have a whole little art studio upstairs in my house where I've hung up paintings that I've actually done like in the game so that was pretty fun i think i spent like a whole day doing a whole bunch of them once and it was a a good time so i plan on doing more but there we go blue heart bam
2: kathy who when she first visited my island was wearing the tiger king shirt
4: yes i (laughs) really love i love the clothing options um and being able to that eight hour marathon opened my eyes to a variety of choices. So next time we do that, I will have outfits to fit everything. Um but I I really like my kitchen. Um it's pink and yellow um and it makes me happy and I like my basement which is all the stuff that you get from Celeste for um because there's new stuff for every uh, horoscope season and so i'm working through i have both the lunar floor and the sky wall um and then i have uh the taurus bathtub and the aries rocking horse rocking sheep i guess um and so i'm working my way through that and that's something that i'm pretty proud of and so anytime anyone says i have celeste on my island i'm like i'm there i'm coming Wait for me. Hey, Kathy, so, if you need if you need Gemini shards, I got you. Yes, I do. Because I missed. <laughs> I have one. So
7: I don't have. Yes. Hi, Trudge. We'll talk. This hi. is later. the magic of the game yes um this is exactly how it works by Uh the way you're just listening to an audio version of the Animal Crossing channel in our slack this is pretty it's
4: it's it's accurate yes um but I'm I'm just now finally figuring out what I want to do with my island like I said before I'm only three stars and I wanted to do it not right because there's no wrong way to do it um but in fact my playing on this podcast while not while I've been actively talking, but while I've been listening to my friends talk, um, has been to remove any flowers that are not white, pink, or purple. Um, So now I just have white, pink, and purple flowers all over my island, and I'm ready to see how they populate and change, um, because I realized I really didn't like the red ones or yellow, and I'm just like, ugh, these are terrible. Why do I have... Oh, I don't need them. I have no no thing. Um, But I have little stations getting ideas from other friends. Um, I have a playground now and I have like relaxation station. And I'm just like slowly getting my island into a place that I enjoy and having those little goals. I mean, it's a massive goal to get like my island to five stars, but like concentrating on something little and being able to be successful at it is really, really helpful. Um, last week, I realized that I was—I I had a really high stress week for no reason. My anxiety was high, and then I realized that I had played maybe two hours of Animal Crossing all week. And I'm like, "Oh, I need to decompress, and this is a way to do it." So, getting back into that.
5: James, my liege. So I, I worked out kind of a story arc for the season of Animal Crossing in my head. <laughs> which I'm applying to the island. And it basically, it started with, you know, the islanders are, they're being oppressed by Tom Nook. Tom Nook is this um, seemingly benign, but, you know, it's clearly Jeff Bezos, really. Um, (laughs) And I was going to come in and I was going to save this island. I was going to save these villagers. There was going to be revolution. And then what happened is... I moved all the villagers into a tiny corner of the island. I started building this enormous palace with, you know, there was a big waterfall feature and currently it has like gold roses that go up these two twin uh, steps that go up. I spent a lot of inclines getting this right. Um, And this sounds very anti-monarchist, by the way. Well, the thing is, I think you know, as it happens often with revolutionaries, they they become what they have tried to replace. And oh, you're so Pippin. <laughs> the thing that I've now got is um, I'm starting to fear the revolution that will come mm. for me, and I have built a panic room uh, in my palace.
3: <laughs> oh, that's which, a good way to stop. Yep, yeah, that's a. <laughs>
5: if, if you if you look at the panic room, it's got pictures of all it's got the posters of all the islanders and then a television screen above each one which is the surveillance feed from <laughs> their houses because i need to know what they're planning against <laughs> me and i've now got this gold throne and you know the red carpet that leads up to it i've got one of tiff's wheel of deaths we never mentioned the wheel of death Oh, yes. oh the wheel death. Of death. um because you know you you need a wheel of death always spinning True. um
3: it's and- still spinning
5: and yeah it, it's it's like i i think i've kind of maybe gone a bit too far but i can't stop <laughs> <laughs> um also i
6: need to visit your island james it's you're most it welcome. is
2: magnificent i have to say terrifying but, but
5: magnificent the the thing i mean also i like shoes and there's not enough shoes in this game and i feel there <laughs> should be more shoes of different varieties and uh when kicks comes, that's the happiest I am because he's got good shoes
3: all the girl shoes are such garbage the boy shoes are so they good they really yes. are no i, yeah. I
5: think it's still the other way around and it's like the girl outfits are so much better than the boy outfits, oh,
3: outfits I mean. no, yes boy but not, outfits not the shoes are better no the boy outfits they have all the suits and like the oh it's so cute. Yeah, yeah,
5: we we have so both good. of them and we can all wear all of them okay <laughs> yes yes i uh, yeah, i it's... have turned up as a playboy bunny to many an island Yes, the Victorian
4: dresses funny. look beautiful.
2: I've, on you. I've shown up in a Victorian dress wearing a gas mask, and I've looked amazing.
5: Mm-hmm. And I like the fact that the game doesn't judge you on whatever you choose to wear, whatever it's you true. choose to do. Every, you know, every time you come out of that changing room, they'll say you you're look complimented. Yeah. yeah,
6: yeah. I and love that they I'll... describe like girl and boy as styles. Like you pick them, and it's not like what's your gender. It's like what style are you?
4: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
6: And
2: and the gender neutrality of pronouns throughout has been wonderful. Yeah. It's yeah. it's yeah. something that it's amazing that more games are not better at that kind of thing. Uh Truj, what have been your obsessions and fixations throughout?
6: So here's what I'll say. I'm an aesthetic obsessed millennial. Um
2: <laughs> girl, yes.
1: So,
6: so basically my big project in Animal Crossing has been that I want to create like all of the I want to create like a house I would want to live in like with a very particular aesthetic on like an island I would actually want to live on with a very particular aesthetic. Um, I would I would describe like my style as like a cross between dark academia and cottage core. And so mm. basically my headcanon is that like I'm the witch on the island. And so like it started with like all of my decor in my house. So like my basement has like a potions room and like my attic is like a greenhouse slash like seance room. Um, and I'm very, very pleased with it. Um, I've also been trying to like optimize my house for the Happy Home Academy uh, mm-hmm. ratings. So hopefully I'll actually get the little gold house statue this week. We will see. Um, Wait, there's a statue? Yeah, you get little there statues. Is. First they give you the plaques and okay, then they yeah, give you I statues. thought it was just plaques.
3: I'm like, I'm done with plaques. There's a statue no.
5: now? I so got to work I, for this. <laughs> I got the bronze one and the silver one. And then the next yeah. week I had my house perfect and they didn't even rate me. It's like I got nothing oh, in the no. mail. And I, I yeah. haven't been time traveling, I will point out. Yeah,
6: and they, yeah. they don't really have any released rules for what you actually need. It's kind of like... Um, on your island, there isn't like a, you need 100 items on your island in order to get like different ratings. They will
3: reprimand you if your furniture does not match though, because that happened to me. Yeah.
6: Yeah. And like, I, I don't agree with that. I have like a very mismatched like set of things. But also, I'm really, really dedicated to, like, building what I'm calling, like, scenes on my island. So, like, mm-hmm. when I'm giving people tours um, at the very top of my island, I'll be telling people, like, oh, and this is a beautiful natural formation that was just on the island when I moved in. And it's a little river that says Truj. And I, like, <laughs> put flowers around it. So when you're looking on my map, you can see that it says Truj. Um, Amazing. I also created, like, a little graveyard area that has, like, a little seance, like, object, like, things. I also have a little survivor setup that has, like, a tribal council area and a little, um like, confessional booth area. Um, Yeah, I love creating, like, scenes in this game because the props are just endless. Like, you can just end up putting, like, so many different things, like... Places And I feel like my my goal is to create really beautiful areas that are just a little bit off. Like there's one object <laughs> in them that makes it like, oh, what's going on here? <laughs> I, I like-, um, like on like on my grave site, there's just like the tarot card deck and then also I have a custom pattern that looks like a Ouija board and I just have like three cans of gasoline. <laughs> <laughs>
5: oh my gosh. You know what? You gotta, I, you gotta have that stuff in reserve. You never know we're gonna need, when you're gonna need it. I, yeah. I like that kind of environmental storytelling you can do with it. You know, you can... It's like you know, some of these games, like Bioshock or whatever, that you go into a room and you or fall out and you know what's happened there. And yeah. You look at it, mm-hmm. And it's like, well, that's how that person died.
6: Yeah, that's exactly what I want. I want someone to come in and kind of like feel a little unsettled. Like, what, what is going on here?
1: Going back to the Happy Home Academy rules not really being published anywhere, not since Pokemon Blue On the schoolyard, being like, oh, you can push the truck and Muse under there, or oh, if you walk around in a circle five times, you'll catch a Pikachu. Like, not since that, in especially in a post-internet age, have I heard so many rumors and unsure like, yeah, things about this game and people speculating and people trying and failing. I love it. I have like everything about any video game ever is Googleable and in a guide somewhere, but Animal Crossing is a mystery in so many different ways. And the um, amount of ways that people have been trying to get flowers or trying to get people to come to their island or find the right, I don't know, fake or real artwork, all that stuff is so mysterious in a way that I really appreciate about this game.
4: There's so many surprises that are just absolutely wonderful. You You can usually, if you talk to somebody who plays, you can usually find something new find out something new a new thing like just on this podcast there's probably been half a dozen but most recently the statue like not everybody knows that and it's constantly feeding it's constantly building the network and group of everybody that's playing and feeling and yeah it's so it's so so wonderful
2: I'm going to ask Kelly uh, about obsessions and fixations. And and while I am, uh, everybody gets, get started thinking of your favorite uh, headcanon, weird conspiracy theory kind of thing along the lines of this happy home society thing Brian brought up, Uh, because I think we all have something like that, uh, that we wonder about, that we speculate about, that we believe, but may not be true. Uh, Give, give some thought to that. Uh, Kelly, what, what have been your centralized fixations and obsessions playing the game?
7: Um, it's it, it has sort of depended. Like at first, I was just doing a lot of figuring out, and then um, like once I sort of got a handle on it, uh, like my current obsession right now is uh, I discovered how much more the non-native fruit sells for than my native fruit, and so I'm busily building an orchard as we speak. And um, I also like to check the shop, but uh, I tend to only. I tend to not buy the sort of regular looking clothes. I'm always looking for the dress up stuff. Like what's the crazy dress up thing today. And so I have some, some pretty interesting outfits and, and like all the sunglasses. I don't know why, but <laughs> I have ended up with an inordinate number of sunglasses. I guess it's because in real life I have a lot of sunglasses, but um, right now, like I, um, like I think I might end up with a stock market obsession Slash hobby, slash anxiety attack, because uh, I'm about to, I'm, I'm on the verge of expanding my house, which I think is the five or 600,000 bell situation. And so uh, if I end up there, then yeah, I'm probably going to end up in the stock market. No matter how many pears I can plant on my island, I don't think I'm going to get there with those. Kelly,
2: so. I'm going to give you two million bells, throw it all into the market. And if you lose it, I don't care. <laughs> okay. Uh, In terms of my obsessions and fixations, early on, I identified the fact that when someone visits your island, there's a very predetermined flight path over your island that they get to see. And I got very fixated on how am I going to curate the look of that particular strip so that when somebody arrives for the first time, there is a little bit of mystery, a little bit of a hint of things to explore. And I also, when I realized that you could, got obsessed with placing fossils. and. Not only did I want to complete the fossil collection in my museum, but I wanted to have enough extra fossils of complete sets of different dinosaurs to put dinosaurs all over my island, which anyone who's been to Rosalinda is greeted by a giant Diplodocus behind my resident services building and a Deinonychus facing off against a T-Rex in front of that plaza. Um, The first thing that I did, terraforming, was not create paths, was not eliminate annoying rivers, it was create a three level down dig site with a giant brachiosaurus directly in front of my house. Because why not? Um, of course, it that.
6: was. <laughs> I want to visit. I, uh,
2: I I love I love dinosaurs. I always have ever since I was a kid. And uh, and Animal Crossing is for me that true embrace of childlike play and wonder that I got from playing with Legos. That is so much of why so many kids and adults love Minecraft because it is so subjective and animal crossing layering on the kind of, you know, the patina of quote unquote real life, but slightly different allows the kind of uh, the backstory James went through frankly astounds me, even though I knew a version of it was there. Um, but that's, that's what, that's what delights me so much about it. And there, there are bits of my head cannon of all of this that, uh, that I think about and pay attention to, but in in taking care of my island, I'm not as concerned about some things that a lot of friends. It, it seems like there's kind of, there there is kind of a a popular trend of doing certain things. Uh, if people are annoyed by having their villagers all on top of their own house, they want to move them away. I'm I, I have my villagers in two different kind of zones: one right off the plaza, and one over a bridge, and just off to the west just a little bit um and and i've left things not quite rural but a little bit more laid back island not as built up um with with the the headcanon of you know all of these people that have moved to this island are looking to get away and yes i'm a i'm a i'm a i'm a an eccentric rich man on a hill in the northwest corner of my island but i also have have these giant groves of hybrid flowers that just lead toward where my house is and so I find my villagers actually wandering most of my island. And now my big thing is is truly getting them to want to seek out and explore every different part of the island when they're up and about so that they're not just around the houses, around the hedge maze that I created, which also has dinosaurs in it because, come on, that's my brand. Um, but that, that's that's that been a lot of it is is seeing what I can do to kind of nudge the AI in the direction of my villagers socializing and moving around and doing things in different ways. Um, and I found myself not going to nook mystery islands in God knows how long, uh, where that, that for me was, was resource building and I don't need as much of that. And I would much rather dedicate more time to the billion years that it takes going to and from actual friends islands. Uh, and that's, that's been, that's been the big thing for me is, uh, spending quality time in a way that isn't a facetime call that isn't a zoom call that kind of a thing um kelly what weirdo conspiracy theories do you have in the back of your mind what do you what do you think it really means that tom nook and isabel don't have houses and seem to only exist in resident services at all times is this the afterlife is it the bridge to the afterlife what is animal crossing
7: it's a medium place no um uh, I saw <laughs> reference acknowledged. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Um, uh, I whack you on the head with my net in response. Um, I think I don't remember who said it, uh, and I think it was in a, in the Animal Crossing Slack channel, uh, but was talking about how Isabel is secretly in charge I of the entire that island.
5: Was me? Out.
7: Yeah, that it's that it's actually Isabel who runs everything and has put Tom out as like the front all of it and but she's actually the mastermind and i think that's probably my favorite theory so far i really like that one and i also liked the um uh whoever it was that put together the short story about the the short little scene of uh uh you're wearing a wire when you talk to blathers and so you're talking (laughs) to him and there's like people in a there's like you know villagers in a van nearby listening to the entire conversation Come on, Blathers, take the money to, you know, offer the money, offer the money. We can move in, you know. Oh, but I better not today. And they're all mad, you know, and slamming their headsets down. And I really enjoyed that description. I sort of like the adorable seedy underbelly that this could have that we've all sort of decided is true. And so I think that's my favorite conspiracy theory, conspiracy theory is uh, Isabelle is a criminal mastermind.
2: Truge.
6: So, in the friend, in the words of my friend Tozaman uh, on Twitter uh, at Tozaman, uh, listen: if loss has taught you anything, it should be that your Animal Crossing New Horizon island is purgatory. When an islander asks to leave, let them go. It means they they're ready to move on to the afterlife. Congratulations, <laughs> you've just performed your first Animal Crossing. Oh my oh God. God! Wow. <laughs>
2: All Whoa. of our minds were just expanded three <laughs> sizes. <laughs> oh,
3: I keep everyone really in purgatory. I don't let anyone leave. <laughs> yeah. Tiff, also,
2: I. I th- Tiff, I, I think that means you're the devil. I think
3: oh, that's yeah. okay. that
2: explains the spinning wheel of death. Also,
6: Brian won't let his <laughs> yes. villagers leave. So I think that that means that Brian is the purveyor of purgatory.
1: Hello, it's me, purgatory man.
6: Um. Also, I feel like this is maybe like so obvious or maybe it's not obvious because I feel like I don't hear people say this, but I feel like in my headcanon, my Animal Crossing town is like a toy set that I, a child, am playing with
2: the timothy westfall yeah. un- connected universe theory Ooh.
6: yeah because like all of the design <laughs> of all of the things just looks like little plastic toys like i feel like mm. they look like P- Pish- uh, well i feel like they <laughs> they look like fisher price toys um but yeah those are those are my theories
5: james what have you got well the the isabel criminal mastermind theory is the one that i really like and i think uh, i think it was said <laughs> in the slack that it would make sense you know she wants uh a man basically to be the front of the organization because people are going to take that more seriously and she can just like be in the background you know just kind of but i think what's going to happen is like with the talk of the revolution um that's coming to pantopia you know she can just be out of there you know when the villagers turn up at his place you know with the the flaming torches um which they have made out of six twigs um you know she's safe you know all she does is she like you know gives a cheery message in the morning and and Mm -hmm. you know reads out the the reviews you've had on the store kind of thing it's like yelp reviews and uh but secretly yeah there's there's gonna like where do they sleep you know what how does this work is there an is there this literally like westworld and there's a door somewhere (laughs) (laughs) And they go back into the control room. I mean, that's the thing. Like the Westworld theory holds up quite well because you go to another island and there's another lolly there and they greet you like they don't know you. And it's like this, how many Timmies and Tommies are there? How many of these automatons or whatever they are? And (laughs) also they seem to flirt with me. Some of them.
0: <laughs> All of them.
6: Everyone's that, flirting with you in Animal Crossing. Every yeah, single person. Yeah,
5: yeah that dog and is I, trying to sleep with me and I feel real weird about it. And also, why does the shop sometimes have fetish clothing? You know, just every once in a while. <laughs> there's like because okay. full, a full kind 100%. of bondage gear
2: set.
4: Yes. Yeah. There's something for everyone. I yes. mean I wide variety. I, no judgment. You get what you want and d- if you don't want it, that's cool. Move don't on. Don't get me
5: wrong. I bought it all. But <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, it, it's kind of weird and I think the the like the the certainly I think if you, you know, if you pick your preferred style as boy or girl, I think that makes some of the residents flirt with you more or something. I don't know. It's all very strange, but um I feel like so... I've
6: read somewhere that Isabelle is like canonically pansexual because in other games she like will like uh, flirt with you without even hiding it
5: I mean she's not that. flirted with me in this game I feel kind of bad it's now. it's something <laughs> you're doing James because she's
4: the- trapped behind the desk there's not much flirting yeah available. she can't
2: flirt at work yeah, you know true. what I
4: mean yeah. yeah yeah she's always at work
7: I just need to what point did- out as the host of the Westworld podcast I was not the one that subscribed to the Westworld <laughs> theory but now that you keep talking about it I feel like there's some validity there
2: yeah, you all you can see is a is a warehouse full of Naked Tom Nook automatons. <laughs> no.
5: <laughs> but are we hosts ourselves?
2: <laughs>
5: That's Well, the as the first
7: person on the island welcoming everybody else, mm. the newcomers. Yeah.
2: Kathy.
4: I so my favorite head cannon um is between Blathers and Flick. Um Blathers is the owl in the museum and he absolutely hates bugs and flick is a traveling, like lizard dinosaur thing who comes and he absolutely loves insects. And I think that they had a very, like they were in love and gathered all of the things together. And then they had a very harsh, like separation, um, which is why Blathers hates bugs so much because they remind him of Flick. Even
5: more than that, he hates Flick's art. If you try and give him any of Flick's art, he is so dismissive. And that's why why Flick moved in with an otter.
4: Yeah. (laughs) So that's my headcanon. And then I also really, really love the Mabel sisters. And I love how much they love each other. And when I finally got to talk to, say, I guess the Able sisters mabel sable and label and when sable finally talked to me and they just opened up with their tragic backstory and so much love between the sisters but letting their sister run off to design her label of labels and i just i just love how intricate everything is and it just makes me happy
5: I, I I want to keep telling Label, go back, join right? them, you know, like the three of you together.
3: It would be s- so mad. I'm yeah. a little upset that they don't acknowledge when she's on the island.
7: I've yes. never heard this story.
2: They have tragic backstory. They have lore that the two sisters in the shop will talk about once you get Sable comfortable enough with you. And it is it is harrowing. It's, it's their parents dying and only having each other to rely on. And it's. It 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 Ugh. is a little stressful, I gotta say. Ugh. So, spoilers for the Able Sisters backstory. Uh, if you haven't done that, quote unquote, side quest. Tiff? Headcanon? Anything terrible? Terrifying? Well, the,
0: f-
3: the first thing that I felt when I started playing the game was that we're all kind of in rehab.
0: <laughs> like, I felt like <laughs> oh. we're all
3: being sent to like this getaway where it's going to be nice and quiet and calm <laughs> and we're going to build something together like that's I felt like we were all there for a reason like something horrible happened to us in our past lives that we are leaving this all behind mom's sending you things to like help you right. out on your like new life like on this island oh. it just it felt like we were all in an escape together like we were escaping something as a group and the way the other residents would talk like oh isn't it just so peaceful to just walk around and not have those stresses like it felt a little bit extra than just a. Uh, I i wanted to move somewhere new um it felt like we all had some some dark history uh,
5: i, I have a us. new theory uh this is witness protection Ooh, that's Ooh. another one oh.
3: that's a good one so we're all on this island uh my other one that i have is that isabella is a very um high functioning alcoholic because <laughs> that glass of four-finger whiskey on the rock <laughs> she has every morning is a yeah. little upsetting every morning. uh yeah hey, and she d- starts rambling hey, real early about hey, her t- tv t- shows <laughs> hey, did, you s-
2: did you see that variety show so TV she's there
3: week? running a rehab island essentially and she's the one drinking behind the counter so there
4: we go oh my gosh
3: Well, that would
7: explain <laughs> the occasional personal overshare that masquerades as morning announcements exactly exactly she's already a little bit into
3: the sauce Yeah.
1: brian i have a question for you all who decides who gets to be an animal with a house
5: and who gets to be swimming in the ocean (laughs) <laughs> or who gets to be a hamster in a cage that you give right? to a hamster and you blow <laughs> Or a their frog
6: mind. in a pond that you give what? to your frog villagers? Oh my god! I never Brian, of
5: that. Brian, there's only I, I, wa- Brian. I'm so
2: delighted that you have introduced what I call the Goofy Pluto syndrome that is who, inherent in Animal Crossing.
1: Yes. Well, my theory is that the Watch the Watchman <laughs> Goofy is the one who orchestrated the fall of the disney empire and manufactured all of these animals to take up his own mantle so that no one will ever have to uh
2: have their own pluto problem like that again um. as it applies to animal crossing you you have just introduced one of the more terrifying uh, popular questions that has gone around hamsters to hamsters
5: frogs to frogs where does it end where does it end
2: also, do they
6: like the gifts of
3: their own animal to them?
5: I think they're, from what I remember, they're just a bit kind of disturbed. You know, I think
6: they actually they, do they like it.
3: The frog villager... between
5: gifts, right?
3: I've, yeah,
6: I've seen on TikTok people giving frogs to frog villagers, and the frog villager who this person gave them to was a lazy personality and so you give them the frog and the frog goes like oh this is so amazing i probably shouldn't eat it right yeah no i shouldn't <laughs> <get it.
3: laughs> wow i do know but- they get upset if you re-gift a gift that they gave you to that back to them they're like hmm, i've seen yeah. this before <laughs> judging the other- you hard like oh no the other <laughs> they're thing so you- nice about it they are
5: if i go and visit one of my cat villagers dressed as a cat is it cultural appropriation
3: Absolutely, yes.
5: Because yes. <laughs> they don't comment on it, and I think they're just silently looking at you and going, "Damn!" I never they don't, thought I'd recommend that to James say to you, "You're the king." So yeah, they afraid. wish that
6: they could bring it up, but they don't want to. They don't yeah, feel step out Line from the king. I
1: never thought I would uh, recommend that James wear the fetish outfit in uh, over anything else. But maybe you shouldn't wear the cat outfit instead wear the fetish outfit. Wow. Well,
5: you can mix and match the components, you know. Okay. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Brian, that's oh, so no, inappropriate we... for this podcast. <laughs> We're degrading into fetish. Cats. I
5: don't think that it
2: was inappropriate, considering uh, everything that's going on. Gestures to the world. Uh, I think. I think Brian has found exactly the right mix of inappropriate. You, you can inappropriate. buy a fanny pack at Nooks Cranny. There you go. Mm. There we go. <laughs> uh, uh, acknowledged. As as we as we head toward the home stretch here of this uh, this wonderful first installment of recently played. Uh, which uh, if you were paying attention to the clock, uh, maybe animal crossing is not for you. Um, I-, I wonder since most of us have our switches around anyway, uh, or just probably know approximately how many hours of this game have you played over X? Let's go ahead and, and reveal ourselves fully to these people that we've shared so much about our very subjective animal crossing journeys and, um, I I am uh at least well north of I th- I think it was 450 last time I checked. Um Kelly, do you know how how long you've been playing?
7: Uh I just saved so I'm hitting so I I'm as soon as it finishes showing I'm going to jump to James cuz I think he corner, knows precisely
5: then... James. <laughs> so um if you look at my profile, um it will say 550 hours but i started playing this game by myself and then my wife started playing it with me and then she's now got an account so i think the total time between us i don't know what her total is but i think we've got to be north of 600 uh, okay i've got oh, okay, it says Kelly? 100
7: Kelly? it says 170 hours we're so, gu- but we're that, a lot of that, that is a lot of that is over on the corner of my desk with the gates open so other people can come by
2: no excuses no excuses. Yeah. No, <laughs> no excuses. Slamers. Pride. Nothing but pride. Uh, Truge?
6: I am incredibly proud and elated to tell all of you in this moment that I have logged exactly 420 hours. Wow. <laughs> wow.
0: Nice. <laughs>
6: nice. And I've been playing since uh, midnight on launch. Time to go to rehab. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yes. Kathy, do you need to go to Animal Crossing rehab?
4: Uh, it depends on what group of people I'm with. Um, with I feel confident, I feel on the lower end of uh, when I say my 200 hours because I just hit 200. You have accomplished
2: um, a lot in 200 hours.
4: Yeah, I'm excited to accomplish more. Tiff, I'm at 220.
2: Brian.
1: One thirty-five. I got it at midnight on launch, and I can confirm this is the most I have played any game on my Switch.
2: Second is uh, Breath of the Wild at only 95 hours. And it turns out that I, I lied earlier. I have played for 365 hours or more, one hour per day of a year for the two months that I've had it. (laughs)
7: <laughs> well one of I those should, months was five years long so uh, there you
5: go there you go i i need to shout out by the way um my wife has designed this beautiful flower uh gardens and uh, breeding programs and all sorts of things around the island which is cu- currently occupying about three quarters of, of the space of the island um so you know she has put in the work there and it needs to be reflected on this podcast Before we wrap, any last thoughts, last things that people want to throw in? Anybody, go ahead and jump in. Um, I want to say that the user interface on this game is the worst user interface of any game I have (laughs) ever played. Yeah. It is so bad. It's like... Um, you can't even enter text properly with a joystick. It just sort of mm-hmm. jumps everywhere. Yeah. And it's like, I can see what the bug is in that. Just give me the code and I'll fix it. And- <laughs> there's,
3: there's no cursor indication on like what yeah. you are targeting at all. Yeah, just put so, a yeah. little
5: square on the ground so that I'm not... have dug like 12 holes trying to dig one hole. Oh yes. my gosh, I yes. hate it. And and there's so many things like, you know, just let me make 10 of these things. No, no, you will yeah. have to craft them individually, get the little yes. animation each time. Yeah, it's I like...
6: timed it when I was making bait earlier today and it takes literally 10 seconds per bait that you make. Oh. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I mean, bought a new controller with a turbo button so I can just hold down A and like tie a rubber band to it and go about my day
5: and just I... keep doing that for hours. I mean, the one thing that gives me some hope is that they just introduced that the the dodo uh, plane people will buy stuff off you, and
6: Ooh. and
5: will let you ship stuff back to your house. Well,
6: they kind of do that for Are Harve's we- Island, but they don't do it for Mystery Islands. They don't. Okay. No. Oh. Oh.
5: I assumed that they were going to do that. Well, that's this game is terrible but i've played 550 hours of <laughs> right it. My, james m- i couldn't agree with you more
6: <laughs> my dream in a quality of life update would not be all of the things that y'all have said which i agree with need to be changed the number one thing that i want is in my nook phone i want to be able to call wilbur to open the gates that's yeah. one Yes.
7: Oh, that would be good. I really,
4: really, really want the ability when you're in the clothing store to see what is currently in your storage. Yes. yes. So many duplicate items. And as amazing as the app is outside the third-party uh Animal Crossing New Horizons island mm-hmm. ho- whatever the app is called i the i can't guide? Remember. yes thank you um i don't have the patience to go through and add everything that i own into the app and that's on me but it would be great if i didn't buy another pair of pink ballet flats it's all what if i so be- also
7: it's it takes a third-party app for us to be able to to do that sort of thing. manage I the inventory buy more- yeah i want to buy more than one thing in the shop at a time the end Mm. if i really love those sunglasses or those tights or whatever can i just buy like six of them at once and be done thank you
5: or you go into the shop and you're you're trying to buy an outfit and you go to the thing and they say oh no you can't do that you're under the influence of a wand yeah or it's like oh i want to move this well you can't do that when the gates open and it's like, yeah, why not? What, yeah, you, you know. can't
6: donate fossils or donate anything to Blathers when someone's visiting your island. And he tells you that it's because he's too excited.
3: What? Yeah. <laughs> I understand why they do that, though, because they are cataloging all of the things that are in your resource pack at the time that you're essentially connected to the Internet. So like in order to rebuild that and have that memory, I think that that is just too much for the game. It's just not built in. I, so that's I, why they cap it. Right. Right
4: yeah
5: i have seen multiplayer games that allow people to appear and disappear at will and it doesn't cause this kind of um it feels like all the multiplayer was sort of bolted onto it in the mm-hmm. 3ds days yeah. and they're still running the same code um and yeah, it's just improving it. and, and it could also i will be pay money to- i will pay money if you let me do these things i, th- I think yeah, the but-
2: most agru- go ahead It could also be symptomatic of them trying to prevent cheating, but focusing on the wrong kind of cheating and just kind of complacently leaving it that way. Uh, Again,
3: but who cares if you're cheating, you've bought a game, you own it, let the people play
5: how they they want to play it. Yeah. I I want to get to a point at the end of the game where I've like, I've paid off all the loans and instead of what you get, which is a a rubbish thing that you can change the color of your house once a day for free. Wow. That's a huge (laughs) thing. Um, (laughs) What I want is like them to say, right, you can build as many ramps and as many bridges anywhere yes. you want. You can move anything instantly and it's just all unlocked and you can now have creative mode Ugh. and you can do all this stuff. That would I- be a true reward at the end of the game. Not the fact that I can change my mailbox <laughs> to a different style every day. Yeah, yeah
6: it costs you 5,000 bells. Like you could do that every day for a year and have it like not be 2.5 2. million like yeah. bells. Yep.
1: I think the most egregious thing that this game does, which, like Moises said, they've done to mitigate cheating, but again, they're doing the wrong things to mitigate cheating. There is no way to make a backup of your save on yes. Animal Crossing, even if you pay for the uh, Nintendo Switch Online that backs up all of your games. and you can't- That is coming that is changing. coming really oh, oh thank goodness. god since animal crossing came out my switch was became like you know a fun toy thing to the most precious item i own never get water near <laughs> it anybody because no, people oh were my complaining god
3: complaining that if their switch broke or they lost it or they you know got a new one they couldn't you couldn't keep your animal crossing game that you put all this time into it was just mm-hmm. gone and, and at and this point so, the, yeah they're those, totally changing that
2: the it's service funny. centers aren't even open even if they did offer yeah, uh, service, I'm, you know, to back it up or retrieve it or something like that, they're, if my they're not even fixing er- Joy-Cons with Drift right now. Yeah, if
7: my yeah when we're done with erased, this, I have to go fix my own, so.
5: Same. Yeah. If my island got erased, I, I don't think I could start again. Oh, I wouldn't again. start again. Oh my god. No, never, no. I It'd like that done. this end part has become airing of the grievances. Yes. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Does
6: anyone so, have anything mean to say? Yeah,
2: we'll Soon <laughs> the feats of strength and we'll dance around the Festivus pole. Um, this has I think been... that should become a part of recently played is the yeah. end airing of the grievances. Yeah, airing of the grievances. Like, yeah. Let's <laughs> talk about
3: the wonderful <laughs> part of this important. game. Now this is awful.
2: <laughs> I'll allow it. Let's uh, say goodbye. We just about hit the limit of how many of us can be on an island at once. I'd like to close things out by thanking, once again, all of our panelists on this sort of a draft, not really a draft, that Jason probably will never listen to because it'll confuse him inside of five minutes. Brian Hamilton, thank you so much for playing. Turnips, turnips, watch them rise. Try to earn a nice surprise. <laughs> Tiff Arment. Slam poetry version. <laughs> Tiff Arment, please press start to continue.
3: Um, I certainly will. And um, thanks, everyone, for visiting my island. I appreciate you for coming in. Planting flowers.
2: (laughs) Not in any window.
3: It just
4: is.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Kathy Campbell, the wheel of death. It keeps spinning, spinning, spinning.
4: Ah, yes. And I thank you for being my friends.
2: (laughs) James Thompson, up, up, down, down, left, right, left, right, BA start.
5: Thank you. Well, I I look forward to the seven hour Zoom session that we're going to do immediately after we record. (laughs) (laughs) Alison Truge, thank you.
6: Thank you. Uh, And uh, I'll just say, there she blows.
2: (laughs) (laughs) And uh, Kelly Gamont, uh, bundle up. I hear it's frosty out there down in Muppeton.
7: It is. Uh, I wave to all of you from the southern hemisphere where my island is doing the opposite of what everyone else is doing.
2: One last thing before we go, if you'd like to support The Incomparable and everything that we do here at the network, whether you listen to this show or this show and 12 of our other shows, go to the incomparable.com slash members and become a member. Now, you may have heard this pitch before, but this is going to be the first time you've heard it in particularly this way in a time when all of us are looking for a little bit of community, the kind of get togetherness that we talked about having on this episode of the show. That is what being a member at The Incomparable does for you. We have a members-only Slack community that is where you can go to talk about this stuff. In fact, our Animal Crossing channel is one of the most active channels in that Slack. You get access to loads of members-only podcast content, bootlegs, random weird things that we just decide to record on a whim and put together. One of the things that The Incomparable has done most beautifully for the last 10 years is foster this kind of community of good-hearted nerds getting together and discussing things that they love and that they're passionate about. Whether this 500 and somethingest episode of the show is the first one you're listening to, or the 100th or the 300th episode of The Incomparable that you're listening to, now is a better time than ever to get in there and take a look at the years of exclusive stuff that we have lined up for members and all of the friends on the internet that you didn't know that you had. Thanks once again to all of our panelists and thank you for listening to the incomparable. We'll be back next week.